across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Thank you, Jake. Um, all calls straight to air tonight. It's kind of a relaxed vibe. Um, I'm hoping you can impress us with some interesting, insightful, entertaining phone calls. Um, serious thing, if you're boring, don't phone in. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're just going to play it by ear. How do you go off and you go and get um, drinks and things, then come in and join us for a bit? Um, we'll just play it by ear this evening. Uh, good evening, I'm Ian Lee. Um, this is Talk Radio. Catherine is in the studio with me. Hello. Ed will join us very shortly. Um, and we're just going to take calls straight to air this evening. Here's the here's the only the only thing I ask you. If you're dull... Please don't call in. That's the only caveat rule this evening. Apart from that, anything goes. We've got some calls already. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, oh, she bottled it. That was, and uh, I say she because I know who that was. Because um, just as I said, line one, you're on the wireless, it dawned on me who it was. She may call in again. We'll see. We'll see. Someone who called in a, 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 a while ago, and I was wondering what what had uh, what had happened to her. So um, the way it'll work. Look, I've got nothing planned. Um, I'm not looked through the papers, but we have the papers here. We can look through. Although the the thing I always think um, is, but by the time we get to my show, the papers are um, well. We get the papers at about midnight, so the, the papers are. 20 hours ish old at that point they're, they're, they're so they're, they're, for me to come in and do the papers at the end of the day there I, I spot one or two stories i, I look for different things in stories that, that than the other presenters so um um so these are different headphones um so i might spot one or two of the the, the stories that haven't been picked up by the other presenters, and and I'll give you a different take on on some of the stories that have been. But I do think I always think it's a bit well, you know, it's a bit the, the the papers are twenty hours out of date, really. So it's a strange thing to do for a nighttime show. Catherine, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've got a bit of a sore throat. You know, I've been losing my voice, mm-hmm. um, and I woke up um, this morning about eight. And I was all bunged up. I got cold. The cold, the cold is kind of here. And I'm just Are you having... sure it's not hay fever. No, no, no. It was just, no. It was snotty. It was a snotty cold. Um, and I've just got this this sore throat. This struggling to swallow. So there'll be lots of that going on tonight. So um, we'll see. Um, we've got calls coming in. Uh, we'll, we'll take them straight to air. Don't swear. Don't libel anyone. Please don't be boring. Those are the only three um, things we've got. Let's go to line one. Line one. You're on the wireless. Oh, hi, Ian. Hello, Line One. Uh, hello, yes. Uh, I know that you're a collector of pop trivia, and ever since you interviewed Dougie Wright, I've been wanting to tell you this story. Who's Dougie Wright? He was the session player who was on Eloise. Oh, the, the, uh, the dr- he was the drummer, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was the drummer. Thank you. I, I, that name slipped my, um, my, my memory for a second. Yes. Um... In 1968, mm-hmm. Karl Heinz Stockhausen, uh, his piece of music called Plus Minus, was broadcast as one of the proms in its uh, UK premiere. Yes. 
and the score required that a radio be tuned at random. Oh, yes, I've heard of this piece, yes. So during this sort of rather amazing sort of uh, very modern music, um, I can't me- remember whether it was MacArthur Park or Eloise, but I, uh, one of those records was being played on the radio while this was all going on. Gosh. And it was, uh, it was stunning. Were you there? No, I heard it on the radio. Oh. Hang on. But it... it... So the perform... Where was the performance taking place? It was right up at all. And it was being broadcast on the radio? Yes. And during a part and... of the performance, they used a detuned radio as an instrument? No, no, no. It was a live radio. And it was a, a, a member of the orchestra tuning the radio. And when if he found... The score says, if there's anything interesting, just stay on that station. Ah. Is that still available to hear? I've been trying to look look for it on the on the. I haven't been successful so far, but I'm have sure. You it been must on be you, there. Have you been on YouTube? Everything's on YouTube. I've, well, I I have looked, Ian, but I haven't found it so far. Okay. Well, but the, it was in 1968. So I'm aware of it. I'm things. aware of it. I know uh, Paul McCartney was a big fan of Stockhausen, and I've never I've never investigated it any further. But um, boy, oh boy, what a what a a, a cultured call to start um, a late-night um, nonsensical phone-in with, can we find the Stockhausen performance from 1968 at the Royal Albert Hall? That's a brilliant opener. Yeah. The, the piece was called Plus Minus. Thank you. What's your name, caller? Andrew. Andrew, thank you for... What a great... What a great first call. That is a great first call on so many levels. First of all, I, I thought our first call would be someone farting or, you know, playing the theme tune to Hawaii Five O down the, the phone. No, 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 no. It's someone who's been listening to the show intently, remembers a guest from, when was Dougie? Two months ago, three months ago? Um, and has a story to tell that kind of vaguely links to him, but it's about an avant-garde composer called Stockhausen, and a wonderful avant-garde piece performed live at the Royal Albert Hall in 1968. Can anyone find it? Wow. That's a great first call. I didn't think we'd start thoughtful. <laughs> that is a great... F- he, he, he took it to... Could you pass me one of those bits of paper? I'd like to have a bit of Certainly. paper in front of me to doodle on. Um, he took that instruction of don't be dull. For a second, I wondered. For a second, I wondered. But no, that was a great first call. Stockhausen. I don't know anything about Stockhausen. I, I know McCartney um, referenced him in about 67, 68. Um, but I don't know anything. But I like the sound of that kind of stuff where there's an element of... Um, I don't want to say danger, because it's not dangerous, but there's an element of randomness. And I guess, and I guess it ties in with with this, what we're doing tonight, taking calls straight to where there is an element. It's not dangerous. We've got 14 second delay. Um, uh, and, you know, ISIS aren't going to burst in and blow us all up. You know, that that's not a thing. It, it, but there's an element of randomness. It's the reason it. you like Zappa. Yeah, it is. Well, there isn't randomness in Zappa. The thing about Zappa is it's all musically notated and rehearsed and... It sounds random. This is why Zappa was so clever. It sounds random, but it's not. It's rehearsed to within an inch of its life. Um, John Cale. What was his... Now, he wasn't in the Velvet Underground, was he? Was John Cale the Welsh 
violinist. And don't Google it. Don't Google it. Let, let, that's what we'll do tonight. Here's, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll play by the apprentice rules. Google doesn't exist. Okay. Should we do that tonight? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. do that. Google doesn't exist. For, I can see loads of people calling in. I'll, I'll, I'll get you in a bit. There's no rush. Google doesn't exist. Let's do, let's play that game tonight. So let's see if we can, um, I was, I was talking the other day about, um, sat navs making us dumb. Google makes us dumb because we can unpick, we can unpick this stuff. I'm going to trust my instinct and my memory and say, yes, John Cale was the Welsh violinist in the Velvet Underground and he composed a piece called Four Minutes and 21 Seconds of Silence. And how did that go? Well, you see. But it, and they broadcast it on the radio. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Is that you that's making that well, buzz? I moved my computer away, so... I, I don't know, because it's only when you come in with your... It's either your computer or your... Um, Self. Your pacemaker. Peacemaker, man. Um, that's brilliant to, um, to broadcast. Four minutes, 21 seconds of silence. And it's... You know, it says everything about um, how the, the world is too noisy. When was this? 19, I'm going to say that was probably 1968, 69 as well. Um, you know, the world is too noisy. There's too much thought going on. And you or, have to sit and think. You, or, fill the, you fill the silence with your thoughts. Or it's Emperor's New Clothes and he was having a laugh. Um, but either way, I think it still makes a statement. I still think... It's like, when you know, it's not like... I mean, we, we, we enter similar territory by doing silences on this show and i often say you know when i give talks and, and and lectures i'm a professor of radio when i give lectures to students of radio i say your biggest weapon that hardly anyone in the radio business knows about is silence your biggest weapon when you're interview here's a tip for you dear listener when you're interviewing someone and you think they're holding back or you have information that they don't know that you have or you just don't like them silence is the best thing you ask them a question and then you look at them and because it's radio you can do all kinds of things that are influencing the situation but the people at home don't li- don't know because they can't see it so i will i've done this before with counselors and mps you ask them a question and they will answer it and you look at them and you nod as if you agree you, you agree with that first point but please continue so you nod so they pick up on that visual clue and they will give you more information and when they stop you just look at them stare them in the eye and show them that you're not going to say anything and they will generally feel they have to fill the gap it's wonderful i had a manager when i worked in a shop that used to do that yeah so i'm really sorry i can't work friday because and then you felt and but you were you're under her power and she yeah. knew you know yeah. she just knew by standing back beautiful she took control beautiful um what's the thing that i like to i like to um i've not studied it in depth i studied hypnotism in depth and this is kind of connected the neuro-linguistic programming or mi- mirroring so when if if you want to influence a conversation you copy the the mannerisms and the the physical the body language of the person that you're talking to so if they've got their arms crossed you just with you just subtly you just, you cross your arms in the same way and then if if they scratch their nose you just kind of just scratch yours as well and if they lean back then 
you lean back. You're not, you know, and they they won't pick up on it consciously unless they're trained like me. Um, but subconsciously, they will warm to you. They wonder why, but they will warm to you, and they'll be more malleable and more agreeable to whatever it is you're suggesting. Beautiful, and it works. It works. Actually, works. I'm never going to trust you again. My, um, my, th- I think my therapist does it. I've never had a conversation with him, but I think he does it with his legs. And so I'm constantly moving my legs in our 50-minute session because I don't want him to have his legs in the same position as me. So I will cross my legs. I notice that he will cross his legs the same way. So then I sit back and I put a leg, a foot on my knee, and, and he, co- I'm, I'm sh- and I've not mentioned it to him. I might mention it. Line one, you're on... Let me do that again. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi there, hi. I just wonder if Periscope's on tonight. I'm trying to find it. I'm not having any success. Uh, it's, no, you, will, you won't because it's not on yet. Um, I will set it up at a convenient break. Uh, I just didn't want to rush because um, th- I have to rush and do it during the news and i didn't want to rush this evening so no i will i will find a convenient break at some point in the next two hours and 45 minutes and i'll, I'll get it up mr lee i didn't realize i was talking to yourself i thought i was going to talk to one of your minions no what? i don't have minions it's an uh, an excellent team of people no it's calls it's called thank you ed it's calls straight to air all evening this evening oh jesus i'm sorry about that okay Ooh, no don't apologize you you phoned up and you had a question and um there it was. Okay, so I, just, I thought it was uh, going to be a meltdown there. I was uh, doing a bit of search and, and um, okay, thank you, and I'll keep looking. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. What a polite, what a polite, intelligent audience we've got. Well, Isn't that lovely? Apart from referring to us as minions. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, that was a little, I think his tongue was in his cheek. I so that's so. how it's going to work this evening, guys. Uh, we're going to sit here and chat. Um, and you're going to call in if you want. 0344 499 There are some rules. You can't swear. You can't be libelous. Don't worry, because I've got a dump button. I've got I've got double dump, fourteen second dump. Um, but the the most important thing is don't be dull. We've had quite a few. We've had a handful of dull callers recently. Um, so just have a think if you're going to call in. Um, just think: is this call going to be interesting or not? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, calls straight to air this evening. If you just heard that last uh, caller there, the Scottish gentleman. Um, normally you'd speak to Catherine or Ed. Well, you can speak to Catherine or Ed, but they'll be on air. With me, Catherine's in the studio. Ed will come and join us in a little bit, but I imagine he's eating his stinky food. So it's a carry tonight. Use of course it is. Your food stinks of bums. Does. Always, always. And, and, and we'll have to talk about that soz as well. Um, but he'll come and join us in a bit. So if you want to call up 0344 calls cost your standard rate, could probably be free for a lot of you, um, and you'll come straight to air. Um, oh, and there's lots. What's interesting is that lots of calls are flashing up and then slamming the phone down. I've seen a couple of numbers. They, they kind of flash up on the screen for a second, and then they go. Um, it's not an original concept. It's not a new concept. I've been doing it for years. Other people have been doing it, you know, for before me. Um, but then there aren't any new ideas these days. The only rule is, 
Don't be boring. Um, let's go to line one. Okay, turn your radio off, caller. Hi there, how you doing, Ian? Yep. Hello, Ian, it's Barry. Yes, it is. Yeah, um, just a couple of, a question to start with, uh, Ian. It's now, is your call going to be boring? Uh, well, I hope not. Well, um, well, I hope not isn't well, good enough. Well, I'll try not to be, yeah. It's uh, a question about the... I tell you why, thing. because I don't, I've, we've, we've had, and this isn't pointed at anyone in particular, but we've had a rush of quite dull calls over the last couple of weeks. And so tonight, Barry, I want everybody who's thinking of calling in, as they put their hand on the, the phone or the receiver, just take your hand away and just think, now, is my call going to be dull? And be honest with yourselves, people. Be honest. And if it is, thank you, but no thank you. So, Barry, just... Shall I give you ten seconds, Barry, to have a think? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go ahead, You're Ian. confident that your call will not be dull? No, because I think, generally speaking, the Porter said uh, venue with Eddie Lodge, I think, would be interesting. What? And it's a query about that to start with. Well, but would anybody else be interested in that? Well, I think it was a very good show, and so I think a lot of people will be interested, certainly that's, down this part show, of the world, That Ian. show hasn't happened yet. Uh, well, it's on the 25th of June. I'm wondering if it's still uh, if it's still ongoing. It's still ongoing. I'm going to Portishead tomorrow to drop some posters off and to have a cup of tea with Mr Edward Large. Well, that's fine. Well, I'm certainly open to uh, make every effort to be along, Ian. OK. And now, to the interesting part of the call... Well, yeah, I hope so, Ian. Um, it's just that I'm revisiting some old books that I've read over the years. Ah, uh, now, and, now. Uh, old... <laughs> you've just said old books. Yeah, well, old for me would be 1970 it was published, and I read it, uh, I read it then. Are you sure uh, this a, is going to be interesting to the listener? Well, it's a book called uh, uh, Papillon. Ah, uh, Henri Charrier. That's the one. Yeah, it's the one. Papillon, uh, butterfly, of course. Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was an absolutely brilliant read. So I'm, I'm rereading it. Yes, I've read it. I've read really it many, is. many times. Don't read the follow-up Banco, as it is no uh, good. Banco was a very, very big letdown. Here. Yeah, it was a very um, poor book. But it was very difficult to follow something like Papillon. You know that, Pap- you know that uh, Henri Charrier is a story of um, a gentleman who claims he was wrongly accused of, uh, of murder and was sent to um, French prison in the... Where, where was the prison? I think it was Devil's Island, was it, in Guinea? It was somewhere very hot and inhospitable. Um, well, and right. he continually tried to escape and ended up, I believe... Now, the film starring Dustin Hoffman and Steve McQueen, they use quite a lot of artistic licence. In the film, he spends five years in solitary confinement. And by solitary That's confinement, right. they mean he's on his own. In the book, I think he only spends three years in solitary confinement. But the book yeah, is I, much, I, much better. But he is, a, he, is a, he is a storyteller, and I think that book has to be taken with a huge pinch of S. 
It was. I think. I think. You know, to some extent, he, he probably added little bits to it. But nevertheless, it was a very, very riveting read. He escaped and he off the actually... island. Spoiler alert, guys! By um, making a raft out of coconuts and counting the waves, and to which wave would push him out to sea. That's the one. Yes. He was given citizenship in uh, Venezuela uh, before he finally got back to um, France, no. and he actually uh, proved his innocence. Yeah. But my question to you, Ian. Yes, Barry. Um, I'll, I'll answer how I feel about it. Oh. I thought Steve, Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman was a very, very poor film in relation to the book. No, you're wrong. No? Yeah, you're wrong. Okay, um... Well, that was prompting me to say, I, I, I'm trying to think of any don't films to, as I've don't seen wish to that have discuss been that any further. Pardon? You don't wish to know my reasons for telling you you're wrong? You just accept it? Uh, well, no, no. I mean, I, I, I just was quite disappointed, but you obviously, you enjoyed it. Yes. And the reason was? Because I took uh, the book as a work of semi-fiction, and mm -hmm. I took the film as a work of semi-fiction based on a book of semi-fiction. And I thought that Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman made a wonderful boy's own romp, and I loved every second of it. That's fair enough. What I thought was lost in the story, to, I mean, the one thing that was good was the, the visual effects and how they got into the characters. I thought that was absolutely excellent. I don't know what but you But there were so that. many adventures that they, I mean, obviously there's only so much time they've and got. It's a very and thick I thought book. Hmm. Mm. Anyway, Ian, that's, um, that's my point for the evening. And uh, I, I mean, I wish you all the best for the rest of the show. And it's certainly nice talking to you. Thank you, Barry. Um, remember, I did say don't be dull when you call in. And there were elements, we, we, I think the, Papillon is, was one of my favourite books as a, as a teenage boy. Um, and it's a great film. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, it's a great film. Dustin Hoffman really acts in it. He's really acting. He wears, um, thick milk bottle glasses. And that's, that to me is the sign of an actor. Does he lose a lot of weight for the part? Uh, I think so. I think. The thing about Steve McQueen. Very handsome. He wasn't a very good actor. Oh. He was good in action films, like Bullet, although Bullet I find quite dry. Um, uh, he, he, he's, he's good in action films, but he wasn't a good actor. And it's so, more about him being cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's the coolness and the looks. And um, Dustin Hoffman acts him off the screen, you know, completely, just, you know, destroys him. He is a bit of a twitchy actor, though, isn't he, Dustin? There's a brilliant scene in Marathon Man. Which is a great, again a great book and a great film, Marathon Man, with um, Dustin Hoffman and the famous um, bisexual posh English actor, not Denham Elliott, Lawrence Olivier. Um, and there is a scene where Dustin Hoffman has um, he can't go to sleep because the Nazis. Lawrence Olivier plays a Nazi, Devisa Engel, the White Angel, and. Um, Dustin Hoffman can't go to sleep because he can't be caught by Lawrence Livy, so he's, he's taking speed. Okay, So he hasn't slept for about three days, and he's a runner. And so he's, he has to be all wiry and, and twitchy and anxious. And um, he came on the film set in the morning to film the scene, and he looked awful, you know, unshaven and, and messy and was, you know, was, was spaced out. And, and Lawrence Livy said... Dear boy, what's wrong with you? You're, you're, you're twitching like a nervous wreck. Why? Why? We haven't started the scene yet. And he said, well, well um, 
I haven't slept for two nights because I knew that in this scene that my character hasn't slept for two nights and so I've not slept for two nights and so I'm, you know, really just... And Laurence Olivier looked at him and went, why don't you just act, dear boy? (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great line. Why don't you just act, dear boy? Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line three. Hello, Cass. Hello. It's at Stewpot. Anyway, um, if anyone's squeamish or eating, they might want to stop for just a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my girlfriend's been in hospital for 15 very long days and nights. Yeah. Unfortunately, due to a diabetic trauma, mm-hmm. uh, they had to amputate one of her toes the other day. And hey, generally the, that's the together. second person in the space of a week that's called this show to report an amputated toe. Gatford had it, didn't yeah. he? Someone somewhere is building a human being out of these. With all toes. Yeah, with, well, they start with the toes, then it's the feet, then it's that, and they're sewing them together somewhere in a laboratory. Somewhere that's happening. And talking of laboratories, guess what they've done today? They've sent some maggots into the hole where the toe was to eat the dead skin of flesh away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that happens. That happens. It's it's an old... uh, it's an old cure, but it works. They, they, uh, yeah. Have they bandaged the, the toe up with the maggots in? Yeah, the maggots were like a little tea bag, so they can't migrate into the rest of the well, foot. And yeah. They just, uh, yeah, they do that. They just have four Oh, they're great, because they, they, they eat dead flesh, of course, and they eat yeah. anything that's infected, they'll go in and yeah. eat it. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, everyone gives the NHS a bad rap, but for 15 well, days and nights, I've not come across one bad nurse, one bad doctor, and I can't thank the team please, that's with my show. Well, please much. tell me you've kept the toe and pickled it. I wanted it so I could wear it as a necklace, like, um, didn't um, Alan Partridge wear somebody's, one of Abba's, no, who was it? No, um, Priscilla of the Desert, wasn't it? One You're of thinking dancers. of Billy Bob Thornton and um, Angelina no, 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 Jolie no, 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 with no. the Files of Blood. No, uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert Terrible followed thing. one of the girls from Abba into a toilet and got a bit of a floater and put it in a jar and wore it around her neck. Right. That's what I wanted to do. Right. But what But what did they say? Uh, no. Did you actually ask for the toe? Yes. And they said, and what, but surely if it's your, or, or, you know, if it's yours or your partner's, and you, if, if someone's removing a part of my body and I ask for it, then, I, then what it's right like, have they got well, to keep hang it? On, it's not like a hedge. It's possession is nine tenths of the law. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, It's hospital you. waste. I just, no, if I, if I, because you get, um, you can get your adenoids in a jar. Mm. You can get. Uh, I don't know whether they do baggies anymore. Do they do party takeaway oh, bags? Oh, doggy bag, I don't know. Um, well, do you know what? Not a bad first 30 minutes. Mm. We'll, we'll get Periscope going later on. I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying a show. There's no Google tonight, Ed. Google is verboten. Um, so if, if, if anything comes up, and I like that as an idea, actually. It's what they do in The Apprentice. We always watch The Apprentice. Why don't you just Google it? And I think James Max said, well, told us, well, there is no Google in The they Apprentice. No, and I quite, quite like like that quite like that we'll do it for tonight and we'll see how it goes oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number late nights with ian leon talk radio there we go that's what happens sometimes um the computer crashed oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number uh, calls cost your standard rate quite possibly they'll be free we're not phoning you back this evening it's calls 
um, straight to air. Um, and we'll just sit here and, and, and chat. And if you want to chip in, you're welcome to. Uh, don't swear. Don't be libelous. Don't be dull. And really, just... Uh, I've been thinking, I've been giving some callers too easy a ride uh, recently. And I've I've sat and... Um, I've sat and been very polite when people have been boring, when people have been stupid, and when people have just talked nonsense. And I think I'm going to start picking people up a bit more on, on that kind of thing. Um, oh, so many calls. Let's go to line four. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, line four. <gasps> Shut up. You're on the air. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> hello hello line four hi hello hi yes hello hi it's lorna hey lorna how's it going um better than it was before doesn't sound like it why well you sound steaming <laughs> no i'm literally trying to find a um uh, a charger because my phone is about to run out. I'm on 1%. Okay, 1%. Well, let's see what we can cram into that 1%. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what did you call in for, Hello? Lorna? Um, I just wanted to let everyone know Wagwan. Hello? Yeah? yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and there was the 1%. Catherine, a little reminder for some of our listeners who Lorna was, please. Lorna rang us about, what, two months ago, I think? And um, and she um, was drunk and it transpired that there was a, a problem there and that she was at risk of um, a kids were gonna be taken away. Yeah. Kids were going to be taken away. Um, which is why um, I, I make up that Lorna was drunk there. Um, which is why when she said it's going better than it was, I'm not so sure. But we'll see. Maybe she'll call in. I would love to know, actually. Maybe she'll call in again. I wish her, you know, I hope everything is working out. But, 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 um, uh, yeah, no, that was, um, yes, that was, a. we'll, we'll, we'll see. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. So, yes, I'm going to Portishead tomorrow to, um, I'm going to three shops. There's a mechanic's. There's a hairdresser's. What's the other shop? Can't think. I've, I've written it down. Where I'm going to drop off posters for the Eddie Large show on June the 25th. I'm going to take some tickets down, some physical tickets, so that they can sell tickets because at the moment they're only available online. 74 tickets gone so far out of 250. It's not for three months, and I think most of the tickets will be bought in the shop. So I am very, very pleased with that. Um, and I'm meeting Eddie tomorrow about half one, two. Going to take, um, I got, well, I'm going to take some flowers for his missus, because I'm a gentleman. Nice, nice touch. And also I got given a bottle of champagne the other day. So I'm going to take some flowers and a bottle of champagne. Oh. Yeah, just because I got given it for, because the job finished. And, and um, I, I don't drink. Uh, I do. No, I know. I know. And I was going to give it to you initially, but then I thought, oh, I'm going to see Eddie in a week. I'll take it down for Eddie. So I take a bottle of champagne. And he said, they're, all, they're an old couple and they'll love that. And they're old showbiz, you know, people. They'll love oh, that. Oh, they'll have a champagne fridge. Oh, they'll love that. They'll love that. I want to, you know. So I'm going to go down. 
Um, and we'll have a little chat about how the show and, and, and what he wants it to be. And then he's going to give me some DVDs of little and large stuff that he wants. He wants, um, I know he wants to show a clip of him as Tina Turner. Who wouldn't want to see, <laughs> who wouldn't want to see Eddie Large as Tina Turner? I also know he's got a clip where he comes on and sings, Do You Want to Touch Me? by oh. Gary Glitter. Then goes immediately into a Jimmy Savile. And then goes into a Clement Freud. Good grief. It, it really is, you know. All you need is a Rolf Harris and you got you got um, Pedo Bingo. Full house. Um, so uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to be nice. I'm a little bit nervous about going to his house and meet... Because I don't know him. I met him, you say, briefly during um, the, the Weakest Link. When was that? 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Flipping it. And we've been emailing each other a lot. Yeah. Um, but so I'm a little bit nervous. The thing I find intriguing about you yes. is that you are you seem really at ease with people, yeah, you're quite oh, charming no. to people. But I know you hate yeah. that kind of social situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do. Tomorrow I'm going to do the thing that I've done before, which is how I got this job. When I got I got this job by coming in for a meeting with um, would have been Liam, the boss, boss, and uh, not the boss, the boss, boss. And as I came in, right. I pretended I was one of those people that's good at selling themselves in meetings. I played a character and I came in. And this was ages ago, you know, before they had anything lined up. Just knew it was going to happen, but they didn't even know when it was going to happen. And I came in, I said, well, listen, really nice. And this is when I still had a secure job at the BBC. I said, look, it's really nice to meet you. Thanks for inviting me to come in. Um, I I want to do the late night show on your new station and I think you need me. And I was doing all that. I think you need me. He said, well, he said, why don't you want to do breakfast? I said, well, I've got a breakfast job now. And it's safe and it's secure and I could do that for the rest of my life. Little did I know. Um, but for me, late night radio, is, he said, but you'll earn less. I said, yeah, I don't care. He said, you'll get less attention. I said, I don't care. Late night radio is, for, he said, what about drivers? It doesn't interest me. Late night radio is where you can experiment more, is when you can do, is when there are certain types of people listening, uh, that, that phone in. It's what, it's the radio that I, I'm gravitated to. And at the moment, it is dead. And I can give you something unique. Uh, I'm doing all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm not that person at all. And it worked. I came out, I came out and I phoned my agent up and I said, <laughs> I said to Nick, I said, if he doesn't offer me a job, if he doesn't offer me that slot, then I'm in the wrong business because I know I sold it. I know I sold myself to him, and he did. You know, fair play, he did. And this is, and this is why we're here today. He may be regretting that decision. I don't know. That's his problem. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, calls go straight to air this evening, and I like the fact that we've got calls flashing up on the screen, and I will, I will get to them. Um, but I like the fact that the, the switchboard hasn't gone as mental as it has done in the past when we've done this. Excuse me. And that means that you're taking on board what I'm saying. If you're going to be dull, don't bother. I, I'd rather we broadcast silence or me and Kath and Ed chatting than a dull call just to fill up five minutes of airtime. I don't see the point of that. So have a think. And if you think you got, and you can phone in and you can do nonsense, you can play stuff down the phone, you can shout, you can swear, you can tell me the show's a load of old. I don't. You, oh, hang on, they can't swear. Well, they can. They can do category C's, and um, we'll see. 
Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Don't be dull. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. You want to know why your callers have been. So boring, particularly when you take calls straight to air. That is because this format only works if the radio legend that is Mr. Asher Magoulash can chip in from time to time with his wise, worldly musing. It also helps if someone like Boyd was presenting. Hashtag drop Ian Lee and bring back the human zoo. You yeah. are the weakest link. I did ask you Goodbye. not to be dull. I did ask the callers not to be dull. I hit and run there. Uh, I did ask the callers not to be dull. Um, there's a reason. He's mentioned Boyd. Uh, let me play you a thing that my friend um, Watco did. Um, and then we can talk about Boyd a little bit, um, if you want. I did ask the callers not to be dull. Um, phone up and, and, and be critical. I don't mind that in, in the slightest. But 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 stick around and... and um, Allow me to defend myself. I mean, I, I know, I know why he didn't because he was he was scared. Um, this is my friend um, Watcom. I'm, I'm in this. One of the voices you'll hear is is, is me. This is um, he's doing a little thing about um, Tommy Boyd. Listen to this. Have you heard this? Oh, this is good. I don't know who Tommy Boyd is. Am I supposed to know who Tommy Boyd is? Tommy Boyd? No. Sorry, I've not heard of him. No? Don't really listen to radio that much, so no. I don't, wouldn't know who he is. Do I miss Tommy Boyd? I don't know who Tommy Boyd is, I'm sorry to say. You used to do Whack a Day on a Saturday? Never used to watch it. Do you miss Tommy Boyd? Who? I have no idea who Tommy Boyd is. I thought he used to play for Celtic. I have no idea who he is. The TV and radio broadcaster Timothy Leslie Boyd has disappeared off the radar. And some people want him back on air. Or those that know who he is. He had a chance to me. be someone, and he blew it. And I think that that is a lesson for all of us. He didn't have the natural wit and talent that I have, but he was a grafter, and I think he had the potential, if the luck had gone his way, to have become something special too strong a word. No, honest to God, I don't know who you're talking about. Never heard of him, I don't think. Tommy Boyd? Do you miss Tommy Boyd? Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was one of the best singers around. Singer? I'm not sure if he was. You don't know, you don't know who Tommy Boyd is, do you? No. No. The website gets hundreds of visitors. Um, and and uh-huh. that, I think, pretty much sums it up. Most people don't know who Tommy Boyd is. Most people listening to this won't know who he is. They might remember him from Magpie or something, but they don't know who he is. So for that caller to phone in and say, oh, bring back Tommy Boyd, bing, 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 um, why? Why? Why would you want to look backwards? Why not look forwards? You know, this show is the future. Um, so there's no point in looking backwards. And, and, and um, there is a reason why I have this slot and why Boyd doesn't, you know, because I am current. I don't even want to say he w- he's a has-been because that would imply that he was an am-was at one point in his career. But, you know, he was... You know, he, he he bumbled along and then he, he he entertained some people, but he's he's barely a footnote. I'm a chapter. Line one, you're on the wireless. That's a good line. Keep that. Line one. Okay. It, yeah. If you're going to do a Boyd thing, yeah, shouldn't you really get some? 
yeah, if you're going to do a, if you're going to phone in, shouldn't you get a good phone that doesn't keep cutting out? Yeah. Well, yeah. I did ask the callers. Not I'm. I, <laughs> I did ask the callers not to be dull. I didn't realise I had to also add the rule: make sure you've got a phone that works. I kind of assumed that that would be the th- you know people would know. I must have a phone that works. Um, <laughs> but don't be dull as well. That, that was both of those um, those things. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Who who uh, did you used to listen to on the radio? Tommy Boyd. Did you? Yeah, James yep. Whale and yep. Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very weird to be working with them now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was Ronnie Barber who I ended up working with as well. Yeah. I used to listen to talk radio a lot. Then it turned to talk sport. It's um, I find it sad seeing James Whale here. I I just find someone. I don't well, mean like this... an old lion in a raggedy zoo. Yeah. Uh, uh, people, you know, 20 years past their sell-by date. It just, I just find it, you know, he's got bills to pay and stuff, but it just, I just find it sad. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello? No, we might have had that thing where sometimes the that line gets a bit, let's try, just line four, hello? I heard a click. No, they've gone. Okay, I don't know what happened there. Um, was it a clicker or a bottle? No, I think it was... Uh, sometimes the lines... Do, I don't know. Let's um, let's try this one. Line five here on the wireless. Whenever life gets you down, Ian, calf and dead, and things seem hard or tough, and people are stupid, obnoxious or daft, and you feel that you've had quite enough... <laughs> Just re... Remember that you're standing on a planet that's evolving and revolving at 900 miles an hour. It's orbiting at 19 miles a second, so it's reckoned the sun that is the source of all our power. Now the sun and you and me and all the stars that we can see are moving at a million miles a day. In the outer spiral arm at 40,000 miles an hour of a galaxy we call the Milky Way. Our galaxy itself contains a hundred billion stars. It's hundred thousand light years side to side. It bulges in the middle, sixteen thousand light years thick, but out by us it's just three thousand light years wide. We're thirty thousand light years from galactic central point. We go round every two hundred million years. And our galaxy itself is one of millions and billions in this amazing and expanding universe. Thank you very much indeed. What a lovely voice. It's got a line five here on the wireless. It turns out your big toe actually also helps with phone signal. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, so um, I didn't realise it. So uh, if you're going to talk about Boyd, yeah. Well, we're not, go- we, we're not going to. We have. And we finished. That We've moved uh, on, as, as has the, well, the, the industry and the world. But I thought it might be a good idea to get someone on the phone who's worked with him and for him. No. Do you want to do that? No, no? that's a bit conventional. Yeah. Okay. We're not. Ta- oh, we've talked. We've spoken. That we've spoken about him, and that that was a fleeting moment of conversation, and it's passed, and we're 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 on to other things now. We just had a wonderful uh, Monty Python song from the um, hit and miss movie, The Meaning of Life. Uh huh. The yep. wonderful yep. Eric Idle. Good man. Okay. I've not worked. Or no, I did ask. I did or, ask. Or <laughs> I did I did ask. Don't be dull, and that was a dull call. Um, line six, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello. Good evening. Hello, line six. 
This is more like oh, it. Someone well, with a bit of someone with a bit of personality. Good evening, line six. Sounds like you're having fun. Well, actually, I've been very busy today. Um, well, why is that? What have you been up to? Oh, um, oh, it's actually in connection with a save save Charlie's life appeal on right. GoFundMe. Right. What well, what is that? Yes. Well, it's about this. Little boy, yes, um, who was born fine. He was he was a beautiful, bonny, healthy little fellow called Charlie. Yes, and he got he went home, and about yeah. eight weeks later, uh-huh. he had to go back to hospital. Gosh, now is this now just just for a second? Take take the hat off for a second. Um, yes, is this is this? A real GoFundMe, or is this a a, 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 a a funny GoFundMe? No, it's not. A, it, I'm not joking. This is real. It's, and, but can you do it in your real voice? Uh, I think this is my real voice. I've got a funny voice. Is this your real, your real voice? It is, yes. I don't even know if you're a man or a woman. <laughs> well, I'm a woman... I'm 65. No you're, no, you're not. What year were you born? 1951. You're really? Gosh, blow me down. Isn't that funny? I couldn't tell. Um, OK, so, well, I'm sorry to hear about Charlie's um, uh, predicament, but, but I can assure you that, um, and I'm sure you're doing wonderful, wonderful work to um, make sure that, um, that, 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 that... Is Charlie still with us? Um, yes, he's still alive. He's on a life support at the moment. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Blimey. Yes, we're, um, we're unable to treat him here in this country. What's wrong with Charlie? We're trying to raise, uh, we're trying to raise money to fly him to America. Yep. There is a specialist there who's, who, got, who, who is, is very good at treating this type of thing. It's actually called mitochondrial depletion. Now, what does that mean? Well, basically, it's a it's a condition mm. which basically takes all the energy away oh, from its organs and muscles. Oh dear! How how old is Charlie now then? Eight months. Oh um, dear, poor lad, poor lad. How's his um? How are his How are his parents doing? Well, they're bearing up. Yeah. I think they're very courageous. And what's they're, your connection with Charlie? Him. How do you know Charlie and his family? Well, actually, I first came, they first came to my notice um, when there was a, an article on March the 31st. No, not... That's today. On March, no, it isn't March the 31st. I've got the wrong paper. But at the beginning of the month, yes. in the Daily Mail. Okay. Yes. Well, the, the thing was, it actually... Um, well, basically, they, the doctors wanted, because it, he'd been on there so long, mm. to switch on his life support. Mm. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Mm. Um, it, it went so as far as the, as the court. Oh, I, you, um, yes, this rings, this rings a bell. This rings a faint bell. Uh, yes. Isn't, um, um, can't life be cruel sometimes? Pardon? Can't life be cruel? It's something, yes. I'm not going to say no, it on the radio. Well done. Well done. No, it can be very, very cruel. I mean, you see, I used to do volunteer work at Great Ormond Street, and I would see 
um, children of all ages, babies and toddlers and, and teenagers, with the most horrific things, you know, that had gone wrong with them. And um, yet you just you just look at them and you, you look at babies wired up to machines and you just think, well, where is the justice in that? And, and there is no justice. It can just be very, very cruel sometimes. I mean, he was fit when he came home and eight weeks later he was back there. Oh, dear. Um, but at the moment, he he looks a lot better than, a lot, than some of the other similar ones. Yeah. And he's, he's actually growing and putting on weight, which is probably a good thing because the more he put, the bigger he gets, the more chance he's got of fighting this thing. Um, and, well... Uh, listen, thank you for sharing that with us, and it's, um, uh, we... Could I just, could I just say how, how, how much we need? Well, you, you can do. Here's my, here's my thing. I, I am pretty sure that, um, by saying it on this show, you won't raise any more, so I don't want you to, to, to say it and then you go online in ten minutes and the number hasn't changed, but also I would be very, very heartless so if I, I didn't let you... So far. Go on. It's seven hundred thousand plus. That's how much you've got of one point two million pounds, Truth, isn't it? Isn't it something when um, you know potential health care comes down to money? Taken off in the last week or so. Yeah, yeah. Because, because there's going to be another court hearing on the third of April. Well, yeah, now you've raised it to, to our attention. I'm sure we'll. Uh, We'll all take more notice of it if we hear it on the news bulletins. You're a very kind yes, person. We are, trying to get, we are trying to get the papers to run a repeat, an update, and, um, well, I hope, I just, I'm just praying for it. You are, and well, you are a very, very kind person, and uh, you are doing a good thing, and I'm sure that we will all be, um, you know, sending our good thoughts to Charlie and his mum and dad. Thank you very much. No, thank you very much indeed. What a lovely lady. What a nice lady. Genuinely thought that was a put-on voice. You did as well, Catherine. You did as well. I feel terrible. Well, I don't feel terrible. I, I, I genuinely didn't know. Um, but what a nice lady. And, and isn't life cruel sometimes to um, to people? Eight-month-old baby. Well, I wish them the very best of luck. What a good first hour. You're right. You've gone quite... I'm fine. Now I'm having a little ponder. Yeah, have a little... I think we'll all have a little ponder after that. Um... Don't call in for a bit because we're going to do some adverts, then it's the news, but you're listening to Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. We're just discussing um, losing bits of your body in um, horrendous accidents. I might share you something in a little bit. 0344 499 Have a think during the news. Is your call going to be interesting? Or do- We've had some great calls that first hour. We've had performances. We've had heartwarming stories. We've had some great stuff. Onwards and upwards. Don't forget to tick your Rage Our Diaries. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, dear listener. Late Nights with Ian Lee. Um, Kath's in the studio with me. Hello. Ed's through there. Good evening, Ed. Hello. Um, and your calls are straight to air this evening. So if you phone up, you will... And I see you flashing on the screen in front of me. I will tap the screen and you will... Um, you will come straight to where? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, 0344 499 1000. We don't call you back. The rules are don't swear, don't be libelous, don't be dull. Um, and I would say we've only had two dull calls in that last hour. Two dull calls, I would say. Mm. Um, well, one, one, one was... 
one and a half dull calls. One, yeah, one had moments of dullness. But the but the Papillon saved it. Mm. Um, so, if you want to play, you can. And you can phone up, you can talk nonsense, you can talk about... Maybe you listen to a podcast from, you know, last year, today, and you want to talk about that. You can talk about what's in the papers. You can talk about the news. You can talk about... You can talk about whatever you want. We tend not to do issues on this show. Um, and um, after last night's show which was i'm gonna say it, the best show that we've done on talk radio the best no, no hang on the best show that's been on talk radio this year in 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 the the 12 months in the first 12 months of this incarnation of talk radio by anybody was our show last night uh if you missed it the, the interview with joe mcgrath uh, and uh you were saying kath it's one of those interviews where you don't need to have actually seen any of his films no but it makes you want to see them he was a storyteller, wasn't he? Yeah. He was a storyteller, and he loved telling them. What made it for me to work with Milligan and Peter Cook and Sellers and... Um, Orson what, Welles. Orson Welles, Shirley MacLaine. There was a Princess Margaret story. <laughs> what made it for me was during the, the uh, break at half past and the mics were turned off, he, he, he leant over to me and went, you're very good at this. And he, and he had no reason to say that. He said it, you're very good at this. I've done loads of interviews and they get to be very dull, but you're really good. Uh, and that made me feel very special do you know what it is they yeah. had fun yeah 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 well because it's that thing it's that thing we've we've broadened it ever so slightly but the, the the heart is still there of only getting people in that we really like yeah so we're into them already yeah and and some of these people i mean some of the people we get in because we really like i'm not as au fait with their back catalogue as i am with mike love or john sebastian or joe mcgrath last night i'm very au fait with his back catalogue you know and um uh, it was a joy. Uh, let's 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 do some of these calls. Let's go to line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. Here we go. This is a call. But that's a gr- that's a great bit to play on the guitar. Once you've worked that on the guitar, bam. Who is it? Super Tramp? Is that Super Tramp? Don't know. Can't Google it. Toto. Toto. <laughs> Toto. Thank you. Toto. Thank you very much indeed. On speakerphone, which means that when we speak, it mutes it out. So just bear that in mind. Um, line eight, you're on the wireless. Man, listen up. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. You know that new Depeche Mode album? It sucks. You know what? That new Cure album? It sucks. That new Happy Mondays album? I don't know if there is one, but if there is, it sucks. <laughs> I can say this, because I know. Because I'm a Doors fan. There's kids in the whole sketch. That's Bruce uh, McCulloch. Um, doing that, and I love the kids in the hall. I've I, I've got the whole series on box set. I need to di- dive into it, but 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 today I cracked open the Larry Sanders complete uh, complete series box set, and I I did four episodes. The first four episodes of Larry Sanders. It's just sublime. It's it's there's so many wonderful underplayed bits. So he's the host of a chat show, and um, the the head of the network 
says, listen, um, we're losing advertisers. The advertisers want you, Larry, to um, do live adverts during the show. And he's like, (sighs) he's got his producer with him and uh, he's going, well, um, you know, I'd like to do that. And he always goes, Hank? Uh, no, not Hank. It's, I can't remember his producer's name. But, and he, and he, the producer then says, what Larry's saying is, he, he would love to do it, but he thinks maybe you should get Hank, who's his psychic. You should get Hank Kingsley to do it. They go, no, no, we think Hank Kingsley is overexposed. He's too overexposed. And then there's a lovely scene later on where Larry's talking with Hank, and Hank wants that job. And Hank's going, well, I really want to do those live adverts. And, and Larry Sanders goes, well, you know, I did ask the boss for you to do it what did they say I, I can't remember and it's just it's just you know it's not like gags it's not jokes but it's just so wonderfully underplayed and so subtle oh it's delicious and i was i was i, I put the first one in thinking uh, it looks a bit 90s it sounds a bit 90s but oh man it's funny it's so funny the best thing i'm going to i'm going to cane that next week that's what i'm going to do what's his um producer Artie that's it Artie um, and there's a bit this woman's just the, the, the boss is just it corners him and he's having a go at him and he can't deal with it and he's going Artie Artie can you come and deal with this and it's just <laughs> wonderful I love it uh, you've never seen it no Ay. but what they did oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand they did with that and Seinfeld is they were on BBC two and two of the funniest cleverest shows of all time um but they never put it on the same night. So they were generally, I think, on Tuesdays, uh, 9 till 9.30 and 9.30 to 10. But then sometimes they'd be on a Thursday and sometimes they wouldn't be on for two or three weeks. So they were just filler then. They were yeah. just slapping them in. Two of the funniest shows, you know, the highest hit rate of laughs. Um, and it's it, uh, it was always a great mystery to me why it didn't do... Well, they didn't, you know, say we've got we've got the Larry Sanders and Seinfeld and uh, Friday nights, not every Friday night, nine o'clock, back to back Seinfeld and Sanders. Do you agree with me, line one? Okay. I think I've just. Um, I think one of my testicles has just retracted. Oh, yeah, no, I've something to come from going on down there. We'll deal with it in a minute. Let's listen to this. Oh, this is lovely. Oh, it sounds like a child. which are the top tips from Viz on, on, on Twitter. Um, save money on expensive pedometers by asking Sting how many steps you've taken. <laughs> 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 
great. I think we got the idea. That, that was good. Thank you for that. Um, let's go to line uh, line eight. You're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's Nelson from the Norfolk. Hey, Nelson. How you doing, man? <laughs> Every single time. That guy. Every single time. God, for years, I've had to put up with that. That is trolling before it beca- was called trolling. When it was called, um, I don't know, noncing or something. I don't. No, not noncing. No, pre-trolling. No. Pre-trolling. That is, jeez. For about eight years, I've had to put up with that guy. Can we not? Tra- can we not trace that call? You think you'd learn? I'm a nice guy. Mm. I'm a nice guy, and people trust me. Fool me once. Yeah. All right. Fool me again. I'll be annoyed. Fool me three times. Fool me for eight flipping years. What the hell is doing? You know, I'll be, um, I'll be on my deathbed and people will be coming, you know, from all around the world to visit me. And some people won't be able to because when I'm on my deathbed, there will be, um, curbs on who can fly and how far they can fly because of fossil fuels. There won't be any. So people won't be to travel. So people from all around the world will be phoning me up. Kings and queens and, uh, Dalai Lamas and all kinds of things. And um, then I'll get I'll get a phone call from Nelson. And I'll go, hey, and it's Nelson. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> and that'll be the last thing I hear. The last thing I hear. Echoing as you shuffle off your mortal coil. What happened? What? Okay, two questions come from that. What What is a mortal coil? I know it means you die, but where, I don't know where that phrase comes from. Is it? Mm, I think so. I What's the coil? Well, it's this the path of life, isn't it? So you 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 fall off the path of life. Yeah. I prefer that over shuffle off this mortal coil. P- partly because I've never understood what it means. Partly because it's been sullied by um, yeah. Marine A. Mm. Um, but also, I just I, I just think I don't I don't I don't know. I've never known what it means. Cark it, poppy clogs. Um, okay, and I had another point that I was. Oh yeah, the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Mm. What is that? Don't give me. Don't give me. Has anyone ever actually read it? It tells you it's, it's some Tibetans, I guess. It's the guide to how to move from this life into the next, isn't it? What's right? I'm getting it mixed up with the wheel. There's a wheel as well, isn't there? That's the wheel of fortune with no, Nicky Campbell. No, a different wheel, not the game of life one. A wheel of reincarnation and all that. They are different things. They are different things. Um, if but you I co- bet if you've got one, it makes the other one a bit easier. Well, f- we'll discuss the Tibetan Book of the Dead in a bit. If you're calling in, please don't be dull. Let's go to line nine. You're on the wireless. I don't know. I've never known what to... Mary, I'm on the radio. Yes? Hello? Yes? Oh, hello, Ian the cat. No cat here. Hello. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. That's a great play, by the way. It's two people in, a, in oh. an asylum and they think they're chickens. Oh, it's brilliant. Dad. Brilliant play. Mm. Ian. Yes, line one. Are you going to watch WrestleMania? No, I'm not, because I'm a 43-year-old heterosexual man with a life. What? No, I thought you said... Uh, I thought you said... Oh, goddamn. Oh. Thanks for calling. Um... Line uh, 10, you're on the wireless. Then we'll have a little break, because we've done a full run then. Yes, line 10. Hello, Ian. Yes, line 10. It's Paul again. Hello? Hello, Paul. Hi. I have an update for you uh, for my mother's day. I think I... You you gave her something to suck on, didn't you? (laughs) 
okay, yeah. No, no, you gave her a whole soother. Whole soothers and popcorn, yeah. Yep. I am back living with my parents at the moment, right? What, what is, what's and the battle? Because you're tight with your gifts. No, I'm just back living with my parents because of circumstances, right? Hear, hear me out. Okay. Well, my, only if you're interesting. My dad is going out tomorrow night for a meal. And every night I make sure my mum goes to bed and she's safe and all right and got everything she wants because she hasn't been too well lately. I make, she's got a, I make sure she's got her tablets and her nighttime drink and everything else. I do it every night. And yes, I bought her some whole silver sweets and some popcorn. Now, my da- as I said, my dad is going out for a meal tomorrow mm. night. And yes. my mum's just asked me, am I going out tomorrow night because she doesn't want to be left on her own, really? Right. I said, no, I'm not. So she said, what can I get when I go shopping tomorrow at Sainsbury's during the day right. for us I did ask, Paul, and I'm just going to remind everyone else listening, I did ask that um, people think before they call in, is this okay, call thinking, is okay, this call me... going to be interesting or dull? And so far, no, Paul, it's go- it's going to be, it's I going wish to I'd hit the, I wish I'd hit the adverts on time, because they would have been a lot better than this call that we've had so far. It's going to be interesting. So there's going to be a, a, a whammy at the end, OK. I said, right, I said, how about I treat us... To a Chinese takeaway tomorrow night, and we'll eat it together. Why not more popcorn and soothers? Or some Werther's. Werther's original. (laughs) I am 40 years old. Maybe I am old enough now. You're younger than me! My God, man! (laughs) You've got the voice of... You've got the voice of an old man! Yes, because I flipping smoke too much. Well, no one can, no one can smoke too way, much. By the way, yes. No one can smoke too much. No, smoke them if you've got them. If you can afford them, then, then smoke away, guys. Okay, right. I, right. So I'm going to share a Chinese takeaway with my mum tomorrow night. Just me and my mum. Yes. You're We're going to have it together. Yes. I'm paying for it. I said, does that make up for buying you all soovers and popcorn? So you admit that that was a rubbish Mother's Day present? No, she says she loved it. She right, says well, I don't need but to you, But why would you, you've but used the phrase, you've, you've used the phrase, you're obviously feeling guilty about it because you're offering yeah, to buy her... you've made me feel guilty no, about it. No, I've not made you feel anything. I just opened your eyes. <laughs> you, you're feeling guilty about it, so you're offering to, to try and bribe her with a Chinese meal and company. <laughs> no, it's because I want to do it. And do you know what we'll be watching together on telly at the same time? Anton Dex's Saturday Night Takeaway. Why are you I'm telling sure. me? Why are you telling me this? Because because I'm not I interested. I'll give you an update. Isn't that a nice thing to do for your mum? What my mum? No, my mum. Well, it made me feel good that she wanted to do it. But why not just do it? Why do you have to? Um, I believe the phrase is virtue signalling. Why do you have to tell everyone that you're what doing something? Is virtue signalling. Well, I'll explain. It's telling everyone that you're doing something nice. Why not just do it? I'm going to do it. But you're telling I just us you're you doing might it. Find it funny. No, you were wrong. Okay, fine. Okay, finally, I'll say. You know... No, we, no, 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 no. You've not earned the right to do an and finally. You're not Martin <laughs> Lewis, the newsreader, not the moneysavingexpert.com. You've not earned the right to do an and finally. Because that, that, that first... The first four minutes of that call, which have now made me three minutes late for the break, was awful. 
I'm sorry you can't go to the adverts. No, I can. I can I can go to the adverts, but I was being polite in letting you come on. I thought you might be interesting. I was wrong. <sighs> what? Okay, you know you no, we share the no. same cost for coffee shop. We don't. I don't go there anymore because I know that you go there. Okay, how about an avocado coffee? Thanks very much for calling. Um, really, let that be a lesson to everybody. No dull calls, please. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're taking calls straight to air. Um, Catherine, th- th- for some reason, it's not getting through when I say it. Mm-hmm. Can okay. you t- can you say it? Right. Maybe they'll they'll listen to you. Because right. I mean it. If I genuinely gonna, mean it. If you're going to give us a ring, yes. you know the number. Okay, so these are the, this is the things you need to know. Yes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the number. But. Before you reach for the phone, yeah. have a little think about this. Yes. Not you, then. No. Have a little think about this. Are you going to swear? Are you going to be libelous about somebody? Are you going to be boring? No, that's, okay. the, that's the key Hang on. one. Any of those three? <coughs> Spidey senses are tingling. Okay, let's have a little... Let's break it down. It's not the end of the world, okay? Mm. Because you can stop swearing. Yep. Right. You can stop yourself. But can you stop yourself from being boring? There's the question. Can you stop yourself from being boring? And if you can't, then maybe tonight's not the night. Three people have just put their phones down. Look at that. Thank you. Maybe the message is getting through. Thank you. Well, it's the ones that have stayed. They've obviously got... They know something. Oh, no. There we go. They know something we don't. Let's go to line... uh, Let's try Lucky Line 5. You're on the air. What can I tell you? So am I. What can I tell you? You've been working on your dancing, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been relaxing it. Yeah, you know it's that. Yeah, it doesn't leave much time for your music. That's great. You should spend more time on it because the youth of America depends on you to show the way. Yeah? Yeah. Monkeys is the craziest people. Beautiful. Frank Zappa, Davy Jones, and a talking cow. It's a great movie. Let's go to... Thank you for that. That's a call. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Wait for it. Hear that? Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Hi, Hello, line eight. A uh, couple of things I wanted to, to say. I have had a one drink tonight, so hopefully I'm not going to be too boring. But you might be interested. There's a couple of things on uh, BBC Four tomorrow Beach Boys classic albums. Okay. And The Kinks at the BBC. Thank you very much indeed. I don't have, um, do I have BBC? I don't know if I have BBC4. Does everyone have BBC4 so, these days? Yeah, it's Freeview. I don't know if it's I have Freeview. Preview. So if you've got any sort of access to Freeview, I don't know if I you have should Freeview. be able to get it It'll through It'll be on the computer, box, won't so. it? On the iPlayer. Yeah, yeah, on the iPlayer. I'm a bit bored of so Pet thought... Sounds. Okay. I just think, I Fair don't enough. think Pet Sounds is their best record, and it's always struck me as odd that it gets, I understand why it gets all the kudos and the, the, the respect and the 50th anniversary, but I, I've, I've read so many books and watched so many documentaries about Pet Sounds um, uh, that, that nobody involved with it has anything new to say 
about it. No, I think that I right. think that Sunflower is a much better record. I would love to make a documentary about Sunflower, and I went to um, Radio Two about this to, to make a documentary about Sunflower, and they went, "Nah." Yeah, you're not convinced. Maybe. You're not Don't convinced know. by the Sunflower I, I, argument. I, I, well, I, to be, I'll be honest with you. I, I like I like the Beach Boys. What I like is the uh, the early Beach Boys. That's what I kind of listen to. Isn't that to. funny? Okay, yeah. Uh, like they're not, surfing they're not and the one of those bands that I'm really into. Okay, they're not a band that I'm I'm kind of like obsessive about. So you like think. the you like the like, hits, and there's no shame in that. Yeah. You like the hits. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I like a few of the other bits and pieces yeah. as well that I've heard. Okay, but I've never gone. I've never really put enough effort into. Well, I put as much effort. I'm not one of these people that. Um, well, <laughs> in that case, I'm afraid, caller, you're just. Uh, if you've not listened yeah, no. to um, the uh, demos for the 1977 Love You album, then I'm afraid you're not really a true Beach Boys fan. I don't buy that, and I'm I'm in, I'm in a few Beach Boys and Monkeys Facebook pages, and you'll get yeah. someone look join the a monkey's facebook page and go hey guys is it true that they didn't play their own instruments and people will descend on them and attack yeah. them and destroy <laughs> them and i think that's so mean i think that's so mean you know you can be a fan by knowing everything they've ever done the insides and out you can also be a fan by knowing by having heard one of their song and like you know you quite liked the monkeys that you know that you're a fan you're a fan and i hate this oh i know more than you do i know more than you do i hate that is that because we've never those people have never grown out of this is my band and they're special and i have to be protective and have ownership uh, you know there's this kind of it, set, it sets me apart from everyone else because I know what was on the B-side of yeah. that single and who produced it and, and who I was enjoy, there in the sessions. I enjoy that That's knowledge. Great. Yeah. I enjoy yeah, yeah, that yeah. knowledge. Nothing against that. I'm not yeah. going to beat someone around the head because one of the things they really hate, Mickey Dolan spells his name Mickey, M-I-C-K-Y. But quite often people will spell it with an E. And people will get <laughs> destroyed for that. And I can't... And there was, there's one, there was one lad that posted on facebook and he posted you know what would be considered by a by and he said hardcore fan someone very knowledgeable to be a dumb question right and i make a point of um when people post things that kind of grab my attention i'll click on their profile to see if i can find out a little bit more yeah. about them and where they are how old they are and i clicked on this this lad's profile and he obviously had some form of he obviously had learning difficulties of some kind i don't know what didn't delve that deep i could tell by um looking at the groups he was in and a few pictures and by reading a little bit that there was some kind of he had some kind of learning difficulty and and, and it took me 30 seconds to, to work that out and people went for him hell for leather because he, he asked what they perceived as a dumb question and i kind of waited yeah. and said, guys we don't know anything about this lad we don't know his background we don't know anything He's come to this group because he wants to learn more. Let's welcome him. You know, if you don't like yeah. the question, ignore it. Ignore it. If you don't want to contribute, ignore it. You're of a certain age Old. now. Who, yeah, like Old, me. Yes. Who's, who's, who's gone from... That's why I was sort of referencing the 20-something. Because when I was 20-odd, I hated anyone who hated... Didn't know the right things and didn't know the right songs and... 
you know, they were yeah. kind of, I looked, I guess I looked down on them in my arrogance yeah. of youth of being, me being something special. And as I've got older, I've realised that we're all um, fallible, we're all um, broken and and, and, <laughs> and, and struggling, and hey. struggling with our own journey. You're absolutely, um, oh, that sentence there, we're all broken and fallible and struggling with our own journey. That, my yeah. friend, we, we ain't gonna, everyone put your phones down. We ain't going to get a better line than that tonight. That sums uh, uh, that sums up life perfectly. You're a very wise well, man. Bad. No, <laughs> I, I mean it. That. No, I mean I, it genuinely. You, that's a, that's <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe you're just just on the right side of of boozy boring. That, but that, that is it. Yeah. We're broken, and we're, uh, we're uh, that's a great line. That's a great line. Well, I went to see Sean Locke tonight out in Brighton. Oh, yeah. I've, had a, I've had a very good evening and a few laughs. And, uh, yeah, it's been a good night. And it was this was my first call to you because I'm actually up late. And I thought, oh, what's you know, your, what's your name? I'll do it. It's Rob. Rob, um, well, listen, I'm glad you did call because I, I tell you now, we ain't going to get better than that tonight. One last thing before I go. Yep. Um, are you still are you still doing your running, or have you given it up? I've given up. I stopped the running quite a while ago, mm. but I'm I'm going to the gym. I'm 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 eating a lot less, and I'm going to Good. the gym twice. I'm 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 aiming for twice a week because I was I was aiming for like three right. or four times, and I was getting yeah. a little bit upset if I didn't do it. So this is kind of mm. like week two of me going twice a week, and I I did a class on I think Monday, and I did a, a 45 minute circuit class before I came to work, and it absolutely Good knackered effort. me. Yeah, it, it knackered me. But I find well, I find I... going to the gym and, and having someone tell me what to do for half an hour or 45 minutes more productive than running. Well, I started the 5k, the couch to 5k yep. when you did. Yep. Just before you. But you're and, doing uh, marathons uh, now, then, aren't you? Well, I'm doing a 10k in a couple of weeks. Good for you. Well done. Um, it's it's been a real hard effort, but what I found was I I went on the NHS website. Yeah. NHS choices, and I downloaded their podcast. Oh yeah, I thought that's very and good. It, and it, 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 I I think it's better than the apps. Right. It got me up to the. It got me up to running for half an hour, and now I run with a friend. And we're doing an hour, and oh, it's all going well, and it's. Yeah, I think that's the key. If anyone's listening and thinking about it. That's the key. Find somebody, yeah. commit to it, do it together, and set yourself goals. Rob, but yeah, cool. You're a great call. Thank you, and I'm glad you've had a good night. And that was spot on. What was that? What was that line? We're broken. Oh, I don't know. Fallible. Yeah. And struggling with life. Life's journey. Mm-hmm. That was great. I mean, that is that's philosophy. That's po- that's poetry. That is that sums it up. Everything. You, we could we could book all the wisest guests in the world. And no one's going to come out with a line like that. That fandom thing, though, that competitive oh, element, yeah, yeah. is that a bloke thing, do you think? Um, no. No. N- knowing the... the this is these, Let's speak in generalisations. Knowing the dates and the names of the people that were in the room that played on the B-side, that's, a, that's primarily a blokey thing. But... Um, um, the one-upmanship thing, the, but but the, the the pouncing in on someone, I would say is is sixty percent men, forty percent women, Gosh. from what I've seen, um, and uh, I, I was I was quite disgusted by it, you know, and I you know I like someone's come into a niche. I didn't, know, didn't, I didn't know there was a... You had to do a test before no. you joined a Facebook and, fan page. And the whole thing is you've all learnt it from someone else at some point. Someone there was someone posted a great um, picture, a little cartoon, um, and I can't remember what the punchline was, but it was like six windows, 
Um, it's saying, what makes a fan? And it was, the first one was, um, I, I've read all of the Batman comics. I've seen all of the movies. I know the camera operator on all of that. And you are a Batman fan. I read one Batman comic when I was 15. I quite liked it. You are a Batman fan. I used to like the TV series. You are a... And that was it. And that's it. And that's all it is. That's all it is. I think the last one was something like, I know more than you do. You are not a fan. You know, and that's it. You can like, you know... This, this, this strange... And it's it's really interesting to see it on these Facebook groups. I don't don't, don't tend to to, to kind of join in the... I don't don't join into the pylons. And I I don't tend to argue with the people because there's no point in arguing with, with... with um, l- lunatic, yeah, a lot of them are lunatics, really. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Well, this is going much better than I thought. Even if we don't get any more calls between when we, I can see we've got calls on the switchboard. Um, you know, we, we won't beat that. I think we peaked at j- just before eleven thirty on the Friday night. So we've we've kind of climbed up the hill, and now we can have a gentle canter down the other side. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on air and afternoon. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ed, come and join us. Come and join us. I know you'll have to leave to go back out there and do stuff, but come and come and turn this mic. He's going to turn that microphone on, OK? And um, <clears throat> we don't get to talk to Ed very much, and I don't want to talk to you through four sheets of glass, so... Um, move that well, move that out of the way, but be careful, because one of the legs is a little bit broken on the old All good. tripod. Um, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Move all this. Move all this. Move all this jump. I don't think, um, well, well, maybe we'll do Periscope for a bit in the last hour. I don't, I don't know. I'm enjoying this, uh, nice t-shirt you have Thank on there. Thank you. Um, for my, a present for my flatmate a few months ago. The Star Wars. It's like the Star Wars Christmas jumper, yes, but in, in t-shirt jumper. form. In t-shirt form. I, uh, you know, um, that I'm treating you, guys, by buying a GameCube for mm-hmm. the show. It's the show GameCube. Yeah. Um, I mean, primarily Catherine and I will be getting the most use out of it, Ed, because we'll be playing it when you're doing James Whale. Well, but that's your choice. If you choose to do James Whale rather than play on the GameCube, then that's down to you. Games that we have are coming with it and are ordered include two Resident Evil games. Nice. Mario Kart. Yes. And SSX Tricky. Never heard of that one. Oh, it's a snowboarding. It's... I used... It's... Absolutely, it's tricky to rock the ramp. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's brilliant. So, is this, snowboarding game is this GameCube going to live here? So, will could yes. I effectively yes. play it before seven? Before you even get you it in practice, play, you can get it out yes. anytime you want. I don't, I, I, and I don't mind if other people fumble around with it, but I don't want to get it broken. But you can play it with the course. Thanks. But they got two controllers, so I must get a third controller so we can have three. I must get another two controllers. So if George Galloway's sitting in, <laughs> oh, I see you have uh, the Mario Kart. I am a master at Mario Kart. Baby, uh, <laughs> Princess Peach. <laughs> I'm, the fact, in fact, that's what I'm, I'm spending a fortune buying all this stuff. In fact, I'll, I'll get two more controllers. So we've got four controllers. So if anyone's, if um, Cundy and Goldstein want to come and have a little, uh, little hand oh. of Mario, it'd be great. We just sat there. Eh? We sat out there. Mm. And we've done literally no prep for the show tonight. Normally I'll go through the papers, but my, my, my paper, as you can see, is blank this evening. We've mm-hmm. done nothing. We went out and got some food. And then we came back and we watched MasterChef, which I find tedious. We watched Gogglebox, which you like, Catherine. I do. I don't like it. I don't like... I, it's all... I, I can see all of the fake... The fakery about it. They're not watching the programmes at the times they go out. They're given no. advanced copies. Yeah, they're given video. They've money. all dressed up 
smart because because yeah. it wasn't the original premise that they were just filmed as these programs were happening and it was all a bit more relaxed but now that everyone's putting on a performance and they've dressed up smart they do and, know the game now and they've all got new sofas because it's been sponsored by sophology oh of, of course <laughs> have you not noticed of that of course is there a little price tag on the arm of the couch as virtually, well virtually <laughs> virtually and you know and i've but i've noticed that leon and june the old couple i mean leon's chair is a lot more yeah oh, used than hers is. <laughs> i wonder but i don't i don't because like some of those sofas look a bit big for the room, and I think, oh, I know why. I don't, mm. I don't like the programme. I mean, it's based on a programme that I used to be on called Flipside. But I do wonder how much they're getting paid for that. Because they'll be getting... It's Channel 4's... One of Channel 4's biggest shows. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I just can't begin to imagine what a civilian is getting. They might... What, I mean, a, a grand an episode? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But I know that you know. There's Scarlett who used to be on it, who now become a reality TV star. Oh, she's the one that went into the jungle. Yeah, the Geordie girl, Scarlett mm. Moffat. Yes, Moffat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you know, there are there are ways. But, but we were watching it, and I just I don't like. I don't think it's um, very interesting. And they always have about twenty two. They always have the tearjerker. And this week it was Rio. The documentary about yeah. Rio Ferdinand. And before that, it's been it's been a you know a child who's very poorly in hospital. They always yeah. have the tearjerker. Mm. Then they have some nonsense at the end. And it's just um, I just I don't well, like it. I see the bit of the fakeness, but I still quite like it. Yeah. I find some of them quite charming. Yeah. But I also like first dates, and you mm. don't you hate that, don't you? Oh God, first dates is awful. Oh, I love that. What has Charlotte Crosby? Done. Oh no no not not the one with her in it. That's what's, celebrities what's that, go then? dating. I think celebs go dating. First dates is the one where it's set in the restaurant with the oh, French guy. Oh God no! Oh and no, they, I think it's oh, hilarious. It's fantastic. I love that. I love that. No. Well, we won't be watching any of these programs ever again. We <laughs> will be. Oh, I see you have Resident Evil. I'm a master at that. All right, George, calm down, mate. There's a cue, all right? James Whale. But I'm on air in fifteen minutes, and my games last an hour. To become Dutch. <laughs> I think there's a bit of a tinge of Mario in there as well. Like, it like Bjork. So we're going to be doing that. But yes, it will be. We need to find a safe place in the building to stash it. But of course, you have access to it any time you want. We'll find a locker. Edward we'll get some keys cut. Um, and um, people can put ten pence down on the table like it's a pool table. Yeah, winner stays and, uh, on. Yeah, winner stays on. We'll have to, I'm looking forward to that. Um, we're going to take a little break. Sorry. But do That's the break. Right. Do the break. Then, I'll go run. Do the break, then come back. Um, call straight to air. I can see we've got uh, almost a full switchboard. Um, very, very busy. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. When we come back, we'll, we'll rattle through some of these calls. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000. Don't forget, Catherine, just a little 20-second... Recap of the rules of calls going straight to air. The rules are <coughs> don't be libelous. Yep. Don't swear. Number two. Don't swear. Number two. Don't swear. Yes, yeah, number two. Don't be boring. Yeah, that's number three. Of it? the three rules, the most important is don't be boring. I can dump libel, I can dump swearing, I can't dump dull. No. With that in mind, let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Oh, not here as far as I'm concerned, says I. Um, I don't know if it, it certainly rule three was broken there. Mm. Don't know what that was. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hmm? 
Disappointing. Uh, it has to be uh, said. Calls are straight to air this evening, guys. Um, I, I'm letting you do all the work. You phone up 0344 499 1000 and um, you you come straight to air. I'll see you on the screen and I will will tap it back for the next 15 minutes. As soon as I see a, a number coming up, I'm going to tap it immediately because we left loads of people waiting and then they've all buggered off. Um, which is one of those things. Um, this weekend, I'm going to Portishead. Catherine, where are you going this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? This weekend, I am going to get the grill out. I would say barbecue, but it's not, a, but it's not a barbecue, really. It's a cheat because it's. Hang on, gas- stop you there. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, good evening. Ian. I was just wondering how you got on potholing again this year. Uh, we haven't done it again this year yet. Do you have any plans? We haven't got anything firm, but um, my friend Paul and I will, in fact, I will text him this weekend to hurry him up some. Oh, OK. Wh- whereabouts might you be going? Underground. Uh, un- underground, but specifically, wh- what county? I don't know. Why do you want that information? No, no I was just wondering. I-, I was also wondering whether you considered a tour um, uh, under London sewers. Do you have access to the London sewers? What, what, not legally, no. I'm interested in... Uh, I've been trying to get into the London sewers for the last ten years. Right, There's a brilliant book by someone whose name escapes me. And it's called Nighttime London. And it's all about people who work in London at nighttime, obviously. And there's a chapter yes. about the London sewers, and it's a cracking read. I want to go and see the Fatbergs. Right, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yes. I hope you enjoy it. Fatbergs. Well, thank you. I, I look forward to it. We have smell you later. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a brilliant book by someone with an Asian-sounding name. I hope you've not Googled it, Catherine. Google not is not allowed. Anything Google is not no. allowed this evening. Um, and it's brilliant. And it's all about the people that work in London, the invisible people that work in London at night time. And so there are people that do the sewers... Um, there are office cleaners. Who else? I haven't read that book for ages. It's a, it's a good old read. Um, who else? I can't think. I'll have to have a look. I'll you just reminded out. me of a very interesting documentary I once saw about Las Vegas. Chip in whenever you feel like it, Ed. Of course. I know course. you've had a long old day and you're, you're maybe a bit tired. So I don't feel you have to, but, but chip I'm, in. I'm enjoying the conversation. Okay, okay, Enjoy cool. It. Las Vegas, there are a load of people who live underneath Las Vegas in the storm drains. Oh, really? Yeah. And a lot of them are people who went there to gamble and lost everything. And now they're living underneath the streets and they're begging. And do you know what they do with the money as soon as they get it? Straight back in. Straight back in. And then they go back underneath. And it's like a whole city underneath Las Vegas full of people. Why don't they just set up their own casino underground with... They always won. They have set up all (laughs) kinds of things underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they live in little sort of tribes under there. What do you mean, it's, tribes? Yeah. In terms of, you know, groups that look after their own. I absolutely hated 
Las Vegas when I was there. Awful, soulless place. The only good thing I saw there was one of the most incredible pieces of art I've ever witnessed. It was the Beatles' Cirque du Soleil show, Love. And I came out in tears because I just thought, everything I've ever done is pointless. Because, honestly, it was so beautiful. And it was, you know, it was beautiful because I'm a Beatles geek, but also it was just... You know, it starts and there are these little kids breakdancing on a trampoline. Oh, man, that's just the tip of the uh, the eye. It was incredible. Incre- and it was made more powerful by being in such a soulless, mm. horrendous, made-up place in the desert. Yeah, the facade is really flimsy, isn't it? The oh. facade of it being plush and luxurious. Because I went there with my sister. Mm. My sister used to be cabin crew, so we got a little bit of a freebie over there. No, in fact, no. When she used to live, she used to live in San Francisco, and we took a trip just for yeah. a long weekend to Vegas, and that was more than enough time—three days, more than enough time. Because we weren't there for gambling, but you know, you see the sights and everything. Were you there some... for whoring? No, that's the other. We weren't there for whoring. We were there for a good time, and we had a laugh and everything. We went to bars, and you know, they have some amazing shows. We went, we went to see the um, Lookalike show. Oh yeah, Legends of Las Vegas was hilarious. We went there. And then we saw that, but the thing that really stood out for me was there was this this show in one of the lobbies of the casinos, and it was a Prince show, oh. and the guy was amazing, yeah. like really amazing. It didn't cost you anything to see it, you know. The, once you're in the casinos, you know you can stay as long as you want, and he was just brilliant, and actually got me into Prince for a while. What if, imagine if I would see if I were, had, were Prince and I was still alive, that's the kind of thing I'd be doing. I'd be going and pretending to be Prince. He was like Prince, but taller. Um, I When we went there, it was for a TV show that didn't work. We did a really good TV show for Sky called The Beckhams Go to Hollywood. And we took a David Beckham and a Posh Spice lookalike over to Hollywood. And it was brilliant. We got papped and we got mobbed. And I was pretending to be their agent. It was great. We're trying to blag stuff. And so, as as is often is the case um with tv programs you something good happens so they want to make something that's almost identical but with because the first idea works so the second idea must work so we took out a prince william and a prince harry lookalike to las vegas now here's the problem neither of the gentlemen looked like the prince <laughs> they were meant to look like and we we you met them do. we <laughs> met them and well i was like and i said to the director can we have a word this ain't going to work. And we were supposed to be there trying to find them a bride or something. And it didn't work because hardly anyone fell for it. We're in Las Vegas, uh, in uh, L.A. We got mobbed. You know, we'd be um, we'd be um, about to test drive a quarter of a million pound car. And the only reason they worked out we weren't real was because David Beckham didn't know how to start it. You have to you have to press a button or something. He said, and he suddenly the guy suddenly went, um. That's not the real David Beckham, is it? And we, we, we gate-crashed the Ivy, the Ivy in L.A., and we walked past movie stars and stuff, and we were waved in. Um, and they were going to give us a table. And um, then they went to the toilet, Beckham and, and Posh, and the manager got a tip-off that we weren't real, and he went nuts. And there was talk. We didn't see any, but there was talk of guns. <gasps> And um, uh, police were being called, and it was, and we we bombed. But we we'd walk down the street. Police called for what though? What for impersonating a Beckham? Oh no no no! Because we because we had we 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 were going to get. They were in the they were in the toilet together, and the implication was they were doing cocaine. They weren't. They were just a weird couple. Um, 
But, um, no, the police were going to come for, for, well, for fraud, I guess. For fraud. Um, but it was terrifying. But the, but the one in Vegas didn't work. And we, it was just, it was just a horrendous experience. I remember filming in the desert. We went out to the desert to film. It's like 118 degrees. And I'm in a suit with a tie. Oh, it was awful. And we stayed in a terrible hotel. The one that looks like ye olde fashioned castle. Have you seen? Oh, yeah, Camelot. Yeah, mm-hmm. God, it's awful. Well, I, had a, I had a, I had a hot tub in my room. <laughs> Meanwhile, do you know my stay in Vegas Go couldn't on. be more different. Go on. We stayed at a Super Eight motel off the Strip, so and there was four girls in one room. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Probably not for the first time in Vegas. Eh? Um, let's uh, <laughs> take one of these. Line three, you're on the wireless. For those of you that are tuning in late, I'm Gene Simmons, and you're not. Gene Simmons from Kiss. Um, close personal friend of mine of course um uh, i i go through things where i like kiss and uh kiss were big in new zealand yeah they they, they did re- they did they really were huge well there yeah um is there i'm trying to think of a new zealand band Flight of the Concords don't Cra- count. Crowded House, but crowded apparently house. Well, they Australia have claimed them. Well, we, I mean, we always have a fight over Crowded House, just like we fight them over Pavlova. We created both, the by fin- the way. The Finn brothers are New Zealanders, yep. for sure. Split ends. Split ends, so definitely Split ends is Kiwi. Yep. Crowded, crowded house, house may or may not be. No. It's 50-50 split. Because they've got a couple of uh, Aussies in there as well now. Yeah, and I think they were formed in Australia, so Australia likes to claim them that way. It's really... Well, messed up. Well, I no, think it's we'll not. Them as ours. No, 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 it's not messed up because um, the England cricket team has Pakistani people that were born in Pakistan in, but they are British. They are British. They have claimed British citizenship so they can play for England. I don't actually know that. What are you want about? The, the Finn brothers have not claimed Australia, as far as I know. No, they're, they're, still they're proud, proud Kiwis. Kiwis yeah. Well, not that proud. I think that Crowded House are. Mm, I was going to say something stupid then. No, I'm going to say it anyway. I'll follow through. <laughs> I think they're too clever to be Australian. Wow. I like your thinking. You know, the songs are a more, bit more, I don't know, a bit, I don't know, a bit, they're more Kiwi than Aussie. I don't know. There's a, a subtle difference. My friend Paul Garner, who is the um, son-in-law of Chaz Hodges from Chaz and Dave, um, his favourite band is Crowded I House. I love Crowded and House. I've, mm. never, I've never worked. He's, he's drummed with them as well. I think oh, he got up my. and drummed with them. And I've never understood the what was their album Woodface Woodface, Woodface was the album wasn't it and yeah, that was very popular I don't want to do other ones but that was the one wasn't it that, that was a massive that's the one that had worldwide, it's only natural on and fall at your worldwide feet worldwide hit um, was that, I bet that was their biggest seller by quite some way quite probably. some way probably mm. most bands it's we when I went to, you know I went to Liverpool to see some bands um, last year and I was watching them, and it suddenly dawned on me, being in a band is a really weird thing to do, to stand there with three or four other people and say, right, for the next hour, hour and a half, you're going to look and listen to us. And you, you, I just think it's such a strange thing to do, to be in a band. But it's one of the oldest jobs in the world, of course. Well, is it? Well, yeah. when you got the you always had minstrels and things. That's well, not bad. That, that's solo singer songwriters. They the weren't all no James minst- Taylor's. The minstrels didn't go around in groups. Yeah, they a group did. called the minstrels. Wandering minstrels. The black and white minstrels. <laughs> no. Thinking of you were the black and white minstrels, Ed. No, they no. were. Um, it was a huge television series that I think ran until the late seventies. Mm. They sold millions and millions of records, and it was a troupe of about thirty-five white men, all blacked up. <laughs> 
Uh, the black and white wow. minstrels were hu- Saturday nights. The black and it's all that. The, the thing is, apart from the blacking up, they were like all round entertainers. They Lenny Henry, but they? Lenny Henry was a black and white minstrel. Gosh, that which is weird. He was the mm. only black person, I believe, to have been a black and white minstrel. But it was strange. I remember I had a black and white minstrels um, album. Did I mean, you? Well, when I got given an old record player by my dad, it used to belong to his secretary, a woman called Ursula, and I made I remember I made her a card to say thank you. <coughs> and he gave me some... Re- the, the first record I got was the Monkey's first album, but then I, I, when I decided tired of that, I said, can I, have you got any more records? And I got the 1812 Overture, the Black and White Minstrels... Um, I think that was it. Got a very eclectic mix there. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, the, 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 neither of those last two ones kind of clicked with me as much as the first. Ed, off you go. Yep. You're well spotted. Oh, we're going to take a little break. Um, as I suspected, the call's slowing down. We, as I say, we did kind of peak at just before eleven thirty with um, with Roy. I think it was. It was a very, was it Roy? It was Roy or Ron? Roy. It was a Rob. very Rob. Thank you. There we go. Who was a very wise person and. Um, basically described uh what it's like being alive in about half a dozen words and that's a skill that's a skill um but we've got another hour to go dear listener google doesn't exist i'm so enjoying not having twitter as part of my show i will tweet out the phone number just to remind people they can call in but that's it i'm not reading your comments or any of that stuff um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number you are listening to late nights with ian lee on talk radio Talk radio. Uh, you can have double bubble if you want to call in tonight. Um, I've just turned Periscope on so you can watch at least some of the last hour. Call straight to air and unscreened. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It is, um, it's call straight to air. Ed, come and join us. Periscope is on now, so if you want to join us on Periscope and watch, um, the show, you can do it for the, at least some of the last hour. You're going to need to use different headphones. That's Ed. all good. Um, now, <clears throat> it is a phone-in show, and I'm not on Twitter at the moment. Um, we're not, Google doesn't exist in this, in this realm. Um, but you can email the show. If you go to the Talk Radio website, you can click on the email the studio button. And one of our callers this evening has emailed me some quite... Well, two th- two things. He's emailed me foul abuse, and he's also said I've got a fact wrong. It's the latter that upsets me the most. The foul abuse, I, you know, you kind of expect it from him. It's, the, it's, the, it's him thinking I've got a fact wrong when it's a fact, okay. and I know it. So I'm going to say, Paul, <coughs> would you like to call in... And discuss your email. You'll get a fair hearing. Of course you will. Don't worry. I'm not going to shout you down. Um, but, Paul, would you like to call in and discuss the email? 0344 um, Line one, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes, line one. I'm being held hostage by my taxi driver. He's making me listen to Nick Ferris on the LBC. Wait, Nick Ferris is not at this time of night, is he? Uh, who is it? Taxi driver, what's his name? Who's the, who's the LBC chap? I don't even want to know. Tell him to put... Has he got DAB in his car? No, he said he wouldn't listen to you. Apparently you were very rude to him before. Wait, but let me speak to... Is he driving? Yes. Put it on speakerphone. I'll, I'll hold it. Hold a sec. Yes. 
Big <laughs> Ian Lee from the from the talk radio. Say hello. Hello. Was I rude to you, driver? It goes off your phone, doesn't it? S- sorry. Tell him you love him. So, um, 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 Ian, he's gone shy. Well, that 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 makes two of us. Thank you for that caller. Um. Fine and noble industry of um, ferrying people around in your car. And respect for all those people. Paul flashed up on the screen and then flashed off of the screen. Oh, which nice. is... Because um, I don't... <laughs> I mean... <clears throat> Paul's, Paul's flashed up on the screen. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. I'm back again, am I? Turn your radio off, Paul. Yeah, it's off, yeah. Shall I read the email you sent me? Yes, I... I no, 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 Paul. Paul, 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 shall I read the email you said? I'll, I'll, I'll have to censor the swear words. Can you substitute Yes, them? I did use the F word, I'm sorry. This is your email. Yes, Ian, do you now realise the callers you are getting and putting on air are taking the bloody piss out of you that you totally deserve? You are not smart or clever, Ian, even though you think you are something smart. You are, at the end of the day, <clears throat> a Britwell boy. You should just go back to drinking in the Jolly Londoner if it still existed. Yes, that was a Le- joke. No. I wonder if this was a joke. You have now said Lenny Henry was a black mintrel. Get off... Mintrel. You didn't sp- say that, you put mintrel. You then, you then put, get off the effing radio, you stupid bastard. Now. Yeah, now. That is what you said. You said Lenny Henry was an original, made his name being an original black did, and white minstrel. No, I didn't say that. You did. You, okay. Well, people uh, can look it back. Yeah, they can. I did not say Lenny Henry made his name being an original black and white minstrel. You did say he was a black and white Which minstrel. Which is completely one. different to what you've just said. Well, don't you think that's just wrong to say? What, a fact? Okay, right, it's a fact. I just, no, I just no, think it's a no. wrong thing to bring up. What, the fact that Lenny Henry was a black and white minstrel is wrong. Why is that wrong? Because I know why you were saying it. It's just wrong. Why am I saying it, Paul? Because it's just wrong. What, no, 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 no. Why, why do you think I'm saying it? There's no need to, there's no need to mention it. Can you answer the question I'm asking you, Paul? Why yes, do you I've think I'm... It. There is no need to mention no, it. No, that doesn't answer the question. The question is, why do you think I'm saying it? Because you're making a point, I guess, yes. What, what point am I making? Because there's no need reason to bring it up, though. Why do you think I'm bringing it up? Because you're making a point. What point am I making? Okay, how about what's the, what was the name of the, what was the name of the guy that did the uh, black and white minstrel West End show that was a comedian that, that it's just a puppet was his what was the yeah, name of that guy? Th- there, there is no such person. Yes, he's he's when he was a comedian, he, he nope. did it's a puppet. Nope. I can help you out with this, Paul, and tell you yeah. the the correct answer to the question you've not asked. But I'm enjoying watching you flailing around like the uh, the pudding you are. No, I, I, I deal okay. in facts, and for some reason you don't like facts. 
The facts are, Brian Conley did not yeah, do well, a black and white minstrel show. Yes, he played, he played the character that was famous for doing the painted face yes. with, uh, that was that was Al Jolson. He who was not Al a who was not a, who was not a, who was not a black and white minstrel. He was Al Jolson, and Lenny yeah, Henry he was a form of a black and white minstrel. He wasn't a black the black and white minstrel. That's like that's like saying that um, Lady Gaga is in the Beatles. <laughs> She's not. She's a performer. It's completely different. The black and white minstrels is the name of a group. And Lenny yeah. Henry was a member of the Black and White Minstrels. Okay, you correct me then. You correct me. Okay, that's so. I'm, I'm happy to be corrected. Right, okay. Now, now let's move on to the foul abuse you sent me. Okay. I apologise. I used the. Word, I use piss, piss, don't uh, I say use them. Them. don't yeah. say them don't say them no i'm not going to use them no, i don't i don't, I don't mind i don't mind you saying you're on the air taking the bloody piss out of you that you deserve because no one is um they're if anything they're doing it to you i'm not because i'm too kind for that it was the I line i don't think sometimes you hear people out y yeah well if they're talking nonsense paul like you have done um then no That's i won't hear opinion. you no it's not That's it's a fact opinion. it's not it's a fact You've challenged me on a fact that is, that is, it's binary. He was either in the black and white minstrels or he wasn't. Well, he was. You challenged me on a binary fact. Okay, you explain to me the meaning of the word binary, then. God, I'm, I'm talking... No, you I'm, can't. I, well, of course I can. I'm dealing with... Uh, uh, something everybody else in the, in, uh, who's listening to this show. No, I didn't realise I was dealing with an idiot. No, you explain to me the meaning of the word binary. Yes or no? You explain to me the m meaning of the word binary. Yes or no? <laughs> yes or no what? Ask me the question. You explain to me the reason, the meaning of the word binary. Yes or no? Yes, I believe I speak the flipping truth. I do. And the I line... Uh, you're an idiot. And the line at the end... Get off the effing radio, you stupid bee. What was yeah, that about, I, Paul? I, I think you can be irresponsible. I can be responsible. Irresponsible, I said. When I'm giving facts about musical history. That's you irresponsible. Can facts that your facts no, you that can't. You well, no, no. You're, talk, you're talking about opinions. You can't question facts because no. facts are facts. Facts are, facts are there. Yeah, and a fact can be an opinion. No, it can't. That's an opinion. Yes, a, a basic fact can be an opinion. No, it can't. Can you don't. Is, he, is English your first language? Yes. <laughs> you don't know what binary means, and you don't know what fact no, means. I know what binary means. I was asking you what binary means. What does binary mean then, Paul? Okay. <laughs> can we just bloody Google it like you will? No, um, Google doesn't exist. Why don't you ask me the question sorry, again? Sorry. Go and have another flipping latte like a girl. I think we got cut off there. How do I call him back? Ed, what buttons do I need uh, to press on the screen? Call log. One. And it's that, that one. one. We must have got cut off by mistake. And then okay, let's, oh, yeah. let's see if we can get, get, get Paul back. We, we must have accidentally... Hello. Hello, Paul. We must have got cut off then by mistake. Did we? Well, we were, we were in the middle of a conversation and, and then the, the, the phone call ended. I can't believe for a second that you bottled out of a conversation with me. 
I would never bite out of a conversation. No, so it must you. have been an accident. I'm glad we called you back. Because the battery ran out, yes. Okay, um, but you managed to plug it in in those six seconds. Yes, I've managed to plug it in. It Excellent. It not very long. Excellent. Would you like to tell us what binary means? Binary. Would you, would you want to ask me the question and I'll tell you? Okay, binary, as far as I know, and I have not Googled, go back to the word binding, binding a book. Yes? Why don't you ask me the question again? I'm asking, because you probably Googled it by now, haven't you? No, I just speak English. Ask me what binary means. I'm gonna, what does binary mean? Yes or no? I've not Googled. Binary means yes. Thanks for calling, Paul. And thanks for sending me abuse via the email. It makes me feel alive. I apologise. No, no you... need to apologise. It made me feel alive. Well, that's It made thing. me feel, it made me feel powerful, knowing I, that you I, were I, angry I, that I'd, I'd given a fact. Hopefully, hopefully my opinion will make other people think and make them feel alive. They will think that you're an idiot, yes. Okay, well, you've just called me an idiot and you're telling me I'm abusing you. No, I've d not said that. Well, you sent me an email that's called me an effing B. Yeah, well, you called me an idiot. It's a it's fact. It's the same thing, isn't it? No, it's a fact. Yeah, and I'm making you a fact. Thank you very much, Paul. He's made me a fact. Okay. <laughs> oh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. <laughs> chuckling away to himself. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll take a break. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Call straight to air. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Okay, it's a very faint uh, Night Rider theme. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Suet Boy has emailed in. Suet Boy said, Ian Lee is the worst radio presenter going, making callers feel like idiots for his own sad little entertainment. For the love of God, get rid of the prick and employ someone who knows how to present a talk radio show. I, I, I kind of agree. I kind of agree, Suet Boy. Um, uh, but unfortunately, I'm tied in for another 12 months with my contract. But yes, I, I, I agree. They should get someone in who knows um, who knows how to do a traditional phone in radio show. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. Hello, it's Sean. Yes. Yes. Just a quick one. I want to say how much I enjoyed the interview with Joe McGrath last night. Oh, wasn't he an absolute superstar? I, I, I totally fell in love with him. I thought he was... He, he, but, but, you know, you, you say interview, it was me just sat there gently prodding him and, and he would tell fantastic story after fantastic story. He was great, wasn't he? No, but it was lovely because, to be honest, I I knew... Well, I knew nothing of him whatsoever, so it was, it was lovely to to get an insight, but I missed the, the very beginning of the interview. How old is the fella? He was 88 on Tuesday. 88? <laughs> I know! What a Because we've been trying to arrange it for a while, and he was going to come in um, yeah. last week, or the week before, whenever it was, but the, the, it was when the um, that idiot drove a car at people in Westminster. Um, yeah. And so he was kind of keen to get back, and 
Dan was texting me saying, well, he's, you know, he's a bit old and we won't do it on the phone because he's a bit deaf. And we'll, and I was expecting a doddery old, confused <laughs> man way past his prime, you know. And I was thinking, well, we'll see if we can keep him for 20 minutes. And if, but, but he was, I mean, he was charming us as, as soon as he came in. Char- proper old gentleman with Catherine. Where, it, where he was just wonderful. Absolutely on the ball. Uh, and I could have listened to him all night, you know. I could have listened to him all night. I could have as well. He was lovely, and he had uh, yeah. But but to consider the fact that he was, uh, you know, they, they were afraid he wouldn't uh, pick up so much on the telephone. The, the guy was absolutely on it. He was yeah, fantastic. He what was... a listen! And I watched because I was watching on Periscope. Oh, he was good. And wasn't such it? such energy, you know, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, fantastic and I think course. he loved it. I, really I, th- I think he loved it as well. So and I'm and I'm, I'm I, I texted Dan to say we'd had loads of nice messages, and I'll text him again tomorrow just to, to pass on all these messages. Uh, apart from the stories well, and the how how charming he was, the other thing, and I said it to you last night, was mm. what a beautiful relationship they've got the father yeah, and son yeah. they were laughing from the moment they arrived yeah and all the way through it they are brilliant with each yeah, other it was it was it was lovely to see sean i'm glad you enjoyed it mate thank you thank you no worries Bye-bye. thank you very much indeed we'll, we'll certainly pass that on um line two you're on the wireless but, um, if you hello can yes, we talk about tommy boyd sorry can i talk about tommy boyd well why why don't you want to talk about something current why do you want to talk about history well, because he's much better than you. Yeah, well, who, who's the one who's got a job? Well, I also have a job. Yes, but uh, who's you're the... re- referring to me, I believe. No, no, I'm referring to Tommy Boyd. You said he's better than me. Well, well, how come I'm doing this show oh. and I've got a two-year contract and he's not? What radio... Remind well, me what, retired, remind me what um, radio station Tommy Boyd's on at the moment. He's retired, sir. Retired. Okay, right, yeah. That's re- correct. That's right. He's retired. And if he'd been offered this job, he wouldn't have taken it, would he? Yes, he would have, because he's much better than you. He yes. doesn't uh, disseminate he, his callers and he, call them But names. he wasn't offered this job, was he? I was offered this job. And I got a lovely two-year it's contract. And I'm earning, I'm earning you, more money it? than Tommy Boyd ever earned as a radio presenter. He's not been on the no, radio for about ten years. That makes you years. brilliant, doesn't it? Well, it certainly makes me Look more employable me, than him. Of money. Yeah, yeah. Does it? Yes, it does. And and because you go to a children's hospital as well. Well, I don't do that anymore. But yes, I did that. I did that for a couple no, of years. You yes. did that in the past, did you? Right. Well, I would prefer. This is typical. Well, why didn't? Well, you, okay. Well, you 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 start up. Here's what you do, caller. Who's you start up a radio station, okay. and then you right. um you employ what someone. Uh, <laughs> this what is what I call my radio station. Uh, you could call it Arsehole FM. Um, and oh really? Yes, Paul FM. I like that. Yes, and this is t- this, the, the problem. Is this is what Tommy's callers were like? Okay, they were. If you've ever listened to Tommy Boyd stuff, they were idiots. The people that called in were generally dull, unimaginative idiots who who just couldn't grasp a concept. And 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 the callers that we get tend to be a bit brighter. Did they know that as well that you had the power of the? Well, this guy doesn't realise that he's been faded down. Or that if you speak, they can't hear them anymore. Yeah. I mean, in New Zealand, Mm. Ed, when you've got a caller as bad as this one, what what would... I mean, would they get on air? What would you do with them? We'd get them on air, but if they, you know, got... If they were terrible for the whole call, we'd mm. just take them off and just okay. move them on and go on to the next caller, who it, would probably be better. It's it's looking like we're going to take you off and move on to the next call caller. Okay. There we go. Um, line f- th- good advice, Ed. Thank you. Well, line- it's just the rules of <laughs> the that, rules. You've, that you've already outlined. Line four, you're on the wireless. 
Hi guys. Um, I just wanted to first say that, um, to be honest, the way I see it, you've had people on talking about flat earth theory, choosing which planet they want to be born on, or the efforts you make to make people realise the fear of Islam being complete buffoonery, Nigel, Paul, whatever. People are on whatever frequency they're, they're tuned to. What people need to realise is that you're just giving them a platform to speak. It's up to them if they want to phone up or if they want to stay on the line and answer the phone when you phone back to... to judge you and call you stuff online or whatever so that's the way i see it that didn't um, make any sense could you try it again but but just really hone your thoughts you kind of fired a scattergun there and i'm not sure which what, what which bullet hole i'm supposed to be right. looking at so just just well, just well, just hone your point again caller okay well what i'm saying is people are saying that you shouldn't be on the radio for whatever reasons calling you whatever name they can think of but you're just giving people a, a platform to yes. speak their opinions. And, and I can't help it if the callers yours. are rubbish, can I? Well, exactly. So, I mean, these guys phoning up are... They need to know, up their game. Like well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I you're saying I... don't phone up unless it's entertainment, so they're not providing entertainment. No. As far as your, your show goes, you know. They're very dull callers, aren't they? Yeah, indeed. But what I wanted to share myself is that I took my kids out this evening with one of my daughter's friends from school. Mm. Uh, went bowling, had a bit of fun, went and got them ice cream and I was just sitting there watching them eating their ice cream and just seeing the joy in their faces and I thought back to a quote that you said a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about your son uh, painting the guitar and stuff like that and you just said that you just want to make some memories Yeah. and that's just what I thought this evening when I was sitting watching them so mm. to be honest, everybody's uptight about everything, just mm. Realise that we are, like the guy said earlier, life's a struggle, everybody's going through it, so... It is. And I think, I think the people that get on the best in life are the ones that accept that, accept that life is a struggle, and, and are, are aware of it. And I think quite a few of the callers tonight aren't, they, 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 they can't admit that their life is a struggle, and they're faking doing okay. Um, how old, how old is you, you, your daughter, did you say, William? Yeah, my daughter, she's seven, and I've got a son that's four. Beautiful. And you took him bowling? I took him bowling, yeah. Um, the last couple of shots, my son was adamant he didn't want to use the ramp anymore. <laughs> How did he so get I on? I was just scared he was going to drop this ball on his toes. Yeah, yeah. And, and if, he, was, if he had a done, it would have been all right as well. You know, these, they, that would have been a memory. Oh, he, did. he did. He threw it. He did. Beautiful. So, yeah, it was good. It's good bowling, isn't it? Uh, it, it I mean, it's, I, I think it's a bit too noisy, and that's for me, not for the kids. I find it too uh, noisy. A bit noisy, and I think for most people it's probably priced out as well, because, it, I yeah. mean, it, it cost us £18 for one game. Yeah. For me and, me and three kids. It is expensive. And, uh, and if you get if you get their, like, chips and their crappy little burgers as well. Uh, it's slushy, slush puppies. Yeah. Them for ice cream afterwards. That was a tenner for the three of them as well. So but it's, but, it's a lot but of money for they, he, they, w- they will remember that because I remember my mum and dad taking me bowling when I was a kid, and I loved it. I loved it. it felt like I was I was uh, walking yeah. into a very adult place. You know, it mm-hmm. felt very grown up. And I took my boys um, recently bowling. They loved it. And they'll remember that William. You've done some good dadding today. <laughs> Indeed, they. I mean, you as well, obviously. I mean, that, that guitar, I mean, your son will remember that, so yeah. it's, it's good. William, thank you very much. I appreciate that. We've still not finished the guitar cause we, with school and everything, but now it's Easter holidays. We'll finish the guitar. Um, uh, Paul's emailing in, and um, he's used... I'm not going to read it all, because it's a phone-in show, but he's used the phrase that he thinks outside the box. Well, the fact that he says he thinks outside the box means he thinks very much from within a tiny box. You know what I mean? 
oh, I think outside the box, me. Well, yeah, the Volstein box. Yeah, the fact <laughs> you've said that means, no, you actually, you think in a very tightly formatted um, box. Let's go to line six. Six, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 line six. Yeah, um, I'm just bringing in to say. I'm gonna f- hang on one, hang on one second. Hang on, line six, Ed. I'm going to go to a break after this call, so you get you get ready. You have to go next thing. door to press the button. Yes, line six. Sorry, carry on. All I want to say is, what a bunch of idiotic wallies that are ringing in tonight and thinking that they can just play you up and then getting shot down in a blaze of glory. Pathetic, isn't it? Pathetic isn't the word of it. What is the word? I'm sat here, just absolutely in hysterics, seriously. Uh, How they think they can take you on and win, and you're just... You're not even breaking a sweat. No, no. uh, uh, To be honest, I found tonight a little bit disappointing. I was expecting more of a challenge. I mean, the fact that we've banned Google from the studio, so I'm I'm going basically with with the facts in my head, and and no one has been up to the challenge. No one. And how Paul, Paul thought that he could come at you for that fact that you, you, you put about Lenny Henry, and he was just wasted don't i don't i don't proffer statements like that unless i know them to be true i'm exactly, I, I, yeah. I've, I've lived i know paul's paul's a few years younger than me but i've lived and i've i've experienced and i've seen and i've witnessed and i've smelt and i've touched and i've made love and i have um all these experiences and i have knowledge and and you know people like yeah. paul don't unfortunately I sit there on a regular basis, on a night, every night of the week, I sit there and we listen to your show. And seriously, I mean, I'm only in my 30s, but I sit there and the the amount of times I've gone, wow, Mm. when you've come out with something. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh my God, because it's just, it's it's amazing how you can just pull something out of your head like that, you know what I mean? Mm. And Mm. how they think they can come at you and say, oh, that's not true. They haven't got the brains to even start to, to try and take you on because it's just not going to work. Only All another, only another thirty minutes on. of this dirge to go. Line six. <laughs> Thank you very you much know- for listening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to a break. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh. Yep, they bottled it. <laughs> you could hear them getting ready for the call. They were going to pounce. And then they realised that maybe they were on air, <laughs> and they bottled it. And and that happens, and that is absolutely fine. Um, we're getting a good stream of callers tonight. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. And nice to have you in the studio, it's Ed. Good to be here. Um, uh, let's go to line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. Tommy Boyd, who the is Tommy Boyd? <laughs> Okay, that's okay. a question that everybody's asking. Um, are there any shows like this in New Zealand? No, nothing. L- this is you probably get a little bit of this on music radio back home, yeah. but you would not get. There's like there are two talk stations back home, really? and it's all kind of like LBC. Ay. It's all political and. So how come you're so nice? 
Surely, having been drip-fed that, you well, should see, be evil. Well, because I used to work for the online team, so we were yeah. a bit more fun and a bit more, you know, we did videos and photo galleries, and we, we got to... We basically got the run of the office without any control. It was fantastic. Sweet. Yeah. Um, this is political, though. I would say this... I would argue that this is um, this is a political phone-in. It's people responding to the situation they find themselves in. But very, for some people... It's been a very stressful couple of weeks with Brexit and Article 50 and the, the attack in London and the fear. You know, so a lot of people are upset with Article 50 being triggered. A lot of people are very happy with it being triggered. I'm kind of neither here nor there. But this, the calls we're getting are... Um, Especially when you've got someone that calls in with opinion and fact, yep, yep. Uh, like our mm-hmm. caller earlier at the sound. But whatever they are, it's a release valve. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We're oh, the steam it, off. There's, there's nowhere. I can't think of anywhere um, where people have this released. I tell you, what, I, no, I, that's a lie. I know one place where they have this release. Those trampoline centres on trading estates. Oh. Have you been to those? No, I keep seeing them pop up on Groupon. I think, oh, should I buy it? Oh, yeah. Can we be there that weekend? Mate, uh, t- uh, yes, you should. I, I've been to, there's one near us, and I've been to it loads, because it was quite popular for children who were having fifth birthdays. Mm. Birthday parties were at the things. So you go and get burger and chips with kids, and then you go and bounce around. I've seen an amazing place. You know, you talk about potholing. I don't, I don't do, um, mm. I don't do small spaces. I just, ugh. No. Mm. But there is an underground cavern. I've shown you the pictures, haven't I, Ed? Tell me where more they've suspended yeah. netting so you can bounce, and it's in oh, this oh yeah, cavern. that's right. It yeah. looks amazing and that. terrifying at the same time. I, I probably would have a go at that. But that is trampoline. But but now there's a, as I knew it would happen. There there've been loads of stories, about six stories over the past three months of people suing the trampolining places because yeah. they've knackered their backs. Mm. Like if I don't knacker my back there, it means I've not been trampolining hard enough. I love it. You go and play dodge. Some of the areas are fenced off, and you go and play dodgeball with a load of six-year-olds. That's great. (laughs) So that the trampoline centres and this show, I think, are the only places for people to let off steam Hmm. politically. Um, Line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello, hello, line eight, you're on the air. Am I on the air? You're on the air, line eight. Yes, hello. Hello. I wanted to say that life is a bowl of cherries. And that life is a stroll in the park, mm-hmm. and that life is a lark. And it's why is it a struggle? It's what's in your own mind. I tell you why it's a struggle because I hate cherries. <laughs> I yeah, but you hate like cherry blossom, don't you? Oh, well, you, you didn't say life is is cherry blossom. You said life is a bowl of cherries, and I'd be looking at it going, oh, "Is this all there is?" I want something else. <laughs> I can't deal with this. This so, is horrible. The Japanese think that life is cherry blossom, don't they? Well, temporary, oh, beautiful, and beautiful and temporary. <laughs> I've seen the cherry blossom in um, Tokyo under Osaka, and it is one of the finest sights in the world. Surely life is sweet, you know. It, it's what's in your, it's, it's what's in your mind. It's what's in your spirit. You make your own life. It's not what's out there. It's what's inside that counts. Well, now if you. <laughs> Well, you calm down. No, I'm not. No, I'm, yes. I'm very, very calm. I'm. I'm. This at, at last. It's taken two hours and thirty-six minutes. We're we're, yes. we're finally getting a little bit of intelligent conversation going. <laughs> so well done, well, well done to you. Um, I I, I would dis I would disagree. I, you know they say money can't buy you happiness. Yeah, it enough make things a lot more comfortable though, doesn't it? <laughs> 
doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't but it? Everyone wants your money. If, if they know you've got some, they want it off you. If you and, won, and Paul, you, if you, you won ten yeah. million pounds on the lottery, right? Yes, ten um, million's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and we've all thought. I don't do the lottery, but I've, I, but even though I, I still think, wouldn't it be nice to win ten million pounds on the lottery? And, um, and we, we, we play the adverts for the lottery here, and you, you hear people yeah. saying, oh, you've won a million pounds. And I, I, I yeah. bet some people are disappointed with only a million. But if you won ten million pounds, Paul, yeah. how much of that would you give to members of your family? Because I imagine that, you, I don't, you know, you've got cousins and uncles and sisters and things. Yeah. That they would expect something, but they would also expect a certain, if you gave them... 10 grand and you'd won 10 million that would be yeah. disappointing to them wouldn't it you know what i'd do if i won 10 million Go on. i'd invite all the family around and all the local community oh. and i'd build a little bonfire. that's that's liverpool the- by the way he's inviting all of liverpool round Yes, well, and, and further afield. I mean, this could be televised across the world. Don't say, I would don't, get the ten million quid. Don't do it. And put it on on a bonfire and just set set it on fire because I I wouldn't want it. Either. What even though I that wouldn't could, want ten million quid. That could help a hospital. Sorry? That could help a hospital or something. You're going to set it on fire. Yeah, I mean, you know... <laughs> Paul, stand your ground, man. No, Paul is... I'm with Paul. We're, I'm going to help him chuck those bundles yeah. of 10s and 20s on the fire. Sod the hospital. No, no, yeah, no. Hospitals... Let's are... burn the money. Let's do it. You know why I'd do that? Go on. Go on. <laughs> i do that because, I think, what I said earlier, happiness comes from within, and you can't buy that. That's your state of mind. That's your spirit, you know? And if you're happy within, it doesn't matter if you've got 20 pence in your pocket or 20... 20 million, you're still happy. It's not money. Well, money won't buy you happiness, Ian. You're right there. Uh, but it makes it more no. comfortable to be miserable. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing all right. I'm glad. <laughs> no, I, and I mean that seriously. I'm glad. I'm glad that. I'm glad that your spirit is so full that you're you're doing all right. I, you know, I just feel happy all the time, and the reason is. Oh no. I. You wouldn't I, want to be I, happy I, all the time. No, but I, I'm able to switch on this happiness like a tap. Like, a, yeah, I'll oh. be happy now, and it, it just bubbles up. You know. Now, why is that, Ian? I wonder if you can guess. Um, is it because you've invited the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart, Paul? <laughs> is it? I knew you'd say that. Is it? Is it? I mean, I could have predicted that, Ian. Yeah. But uh, there is a joy there. There is a joy, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, glad you've got, I'm glad you've got it. A lot of people don't, um, yeah. but I'm glad you've got it. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, Ian. Nice one, Paul. Thank you, mate. Cheerio. It was nice to hear someone happy. It's nice to hear someone happy. No, I'm having that. You raise your eyes. I'm having that. Well, he sounded a bit hallmark at times. No, I well, listen, if it works for him, it works for him. Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. You're live on Asshole FM. How can I help you, caller? Yes. It's not really working, the little skit that you're okay. doing. Uh, it needs a bit more It needs a bit more work. Um, I okay, suggest I suggest time. you go and listen, uh, go and watch some videos on YouTube of Andy Kaufman. Okay. Go, go and watch some of that, Andy, and it'll give you. How, it, how do you? It'll okay. If you go, if he goes and watches Andy Kaufman, it will give him some tips on yeah. subverting the genre, and, and of the, and the less is more thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Because that's go on. You on. tell him, Kath. Go on. I just think that maybe you're laying it on a little bit thick. Okay, sorry, Cass. I, I didn't mean to upset Cass. I'm only not upset. Ian. I'm not upset. I'm a bit embarrassed for you. Oh well, I, I, I'm. I, don't be embarrassed for me because I'm not embarrassed. You don't need to be embarrassed for me. 
Well, I'm embarrassed. Be. You should be because it's it's it really is very poor, very poor. Okay. Okay. Very... Well, thank you. No, 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 no. Thank you very much indeed. Every um, day's a school day. Let's try one more, then we'll have a break. Line seven. You're on the wireless. You're boring me now. You're boring me now. You're boring me now. You're boring oh, me now. This after a break. You're boring me now. Okay. You're boring me now. We had um, when I was at another boring radio. Me now. Oh. You're boring me now. When we had another radio station, well, um, I think I've remembered this correctly. You're um, there was a producer now. called Bob who I must email because Bob You're was the nicest bloke. Me now. And um, I got him to record this. Right. Yeah. You're boring me now. He recorded about five minutes of it and then we looped it. And if a boring, boring caller now. came on, You're go, oh no, hang on, the bob alarm is going off. <laughs> You're boring. <laughs> <laughs> that was right, wasn't it, caller? That's it was, wasn't it Bob that did that? Or was it Clive You're Bull? You're boring me now. There we go. So you well, thank, I'm glad. I'm glad. There's too much entertainment these days. Thank you for that. I think I got that story right. Um, we'll take a quick break and then we'll take some more calls. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Last, um, we've got 11 minutes and 15 seconds. Call straight to air, um, 0344 499 1000. It's got a line one. One, you're on the wireless. Hey there, um, hi, and I listened to your show since LBC, but I never called you before. Um, but I was just wondering, like, you know you had calls straight to air back then. Was that the first time you did that, or...? Uh, no, I think I did it, I was at XFM before that, and I think I did it there sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and also, um, I, I used to play, did you have an Amstrad back then? No. Oh, because I remember playing the games on the tapes, having to wait forever to yeah. load up. Now it's the same thing's happening now. Well, now you, every time you turn on the Xbox <laughs> or the PlayStation, you've got to update the game! And those annoying. It's outrageous! <laughs> they, they were quicker to load on cassette! And now you've got to update! I'll tell you, up, Xbox is updating. Oh, come on, that's an hour! That's an hour gone! <laughs> Hate it! Yeah. It's the worst yeah. thing! Thank you, Ian. I love your show, though. Thank you. Awesome. You're very, very kind. Uh, and uh, you have excellent taste. Line three, you're on the wireless. Yo, what's happening, man? Ian? Yes? How's it going, man? Everyone seems to have called up this evening. Um, yeah. And, and, and they're opening Gambit. They've expected a response. Why? I don't know. I think it's probably a nerve thing, to be honest. Don't be nervous. It's probably just that, man. Don't be nervous. Probably just that. I was calling because um, I was listening to one of the podcasts today, and he was talking. I don't know if you remember. He was talking about you. Uh, you think you're you're finding your voice? Yes. I, rec- I reckon in about four or five years' time, I will be creating something completely unique to me. I think it's now. No. I think it's now. No. 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 You don't now? No. God. No. What? Why not? I I, I think it's t- the, the show. Um, my act is too derivative. I'm about I'm about seventy seventy five percent there. Right, but there's more to go. More work well, needs I, to be done. Well, I've been listening to you for a long time. Probably I don't know five ten years something like that. 
But um, I definitely think that this is the best show. Oh, this yeah. One. Oh, no, I, gr- <laughs> I, I agree with that. It's the best show I've ever done. But imagine what it'll be like in four or five years' time when I'm approaching 50. I've got all the extra no. life experience under my belt. And I've, I've me and Catherine have chiselled away at all the excess, all the flab, all of the other people's kind of things. And we create something completely unique and brand new. Imagine that. Yeah, but this is pretty unique, though, man. People feel... Pretty unique, but it's not no, unique. Well, it is, no, it is unique. It is unique. Uh, I would say for people to feel like they can call up and talk about literally anything, mm. you know, when people are having real tough times and stuff like that and they're calling up to, uh, to talk on the radio, that's pretty, you know, in the depths of depression. Some mm. people don't even want to get out of bed in the morning. So mm. to call up, I'd say that's pretty unique. Okay. I'd cool. say that's unique. Okay, thank you, caller. Let's go to line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. Oh, let me just try. Sometimes that line goes a little bit. Let me try there. Line seven, are you there? Ah, I heard something. Hello? We'll leave them this if they want to chip in. In the meantime, we'll go to line eight. Eight, you're on the wireless. The final verse. Our universe itself keeps on its... I think we're okay. Um, uh, right. Uh, 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 Paul is just... Paul has gone bonkers. You're still there, Line 7, by the way. Anytime you want to chip in, just do. Or you can just hang on if you want. But we are with you. You're not alone. I know that's important for some people to hear. Um... Paul is sending lots of abuse via the talkradio.co.uk website. That call has just dropped off. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, I, I tend not to read emails, Paul, and, and, um, and not read them out on the air. So if you want to call in, if you want triple bubble... Or maybe you should go to bed. Maybe you've had... Um, if you want to call in and um, stand by what you said, I was really... I felt... I felt really disappointed when Paul called in to talk about the email where he told me to get off the effing radio because I was a B. But he didn't stand yeah. by it. He didn't stand by it, and he backed down really quickly. Um, Paul, if you want to call in, I'm sure y- your phone is charged up now. Um, if you want to call in um, and stand, if you're angry with me, which you are, stand by these emails. Don't back down. Um, like a, a latte-drinking girl. I like lattes. <laughs> me too. Well, you're a girl. Oh, yeah. Line one, you're on the wireless. No. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, how are you doing? You said the other day about the the porn thing, how weird it was about sex on TV. S- say that again. You said about sex on television, how it's weird, how it weren't showed. We've, we have never seen people making love... For exactly, real, yeah, but on why, television. Did the, why did the government not make money over it? Out of making love, they want to tax. No, I mean the, the porn industry. Why do they not make money out of it? Well, they do. It's the biggest industry in the world, isn't it? Well, they and you sound like a connoisseur. No, but I mean I'm not. But I just said like you know the the, the DVDs and everything. That, well, they will the, make mon- they will uh, make money out of it. No, but you, you know, they, when you change the uh, DVDs, when they said about the Blu-ray ones and the HD DVDs, it was porn industry decided which one it was. Right. Because they make 
because they make so much Whichever money format porn chooses wins the battle. Porn chose VHS, exactly. porn chose DVD, so porn can't, chose Blu-ray. Why can't the government make, they why do, can't the they, government make money out they, of the I don't know what, what you're in the not, world? Yes, they do. No, they don't. Why? Well, they do. How? How do you think? Why don't the government have a channel on the te television? Ah! Ah! You want, you want, um, you have fantasies about Theresa May? No. You have sexual saying, fantasies about Theresa May? <laughs> That's you saying that, not that me. That is me saying it, and I'm right, aren't I? No, what I'm saying is why don't the government make money out of the biggest industry they do, in the world? They do, and I'm saying they do. How? How do you think? I don't know, you tell me. Well, how do you get pornographic DVDs? Well, you go out and buy them, don't you? Right. And everything that is bought has VAT mm -hmm. on it. Almost everything that is bought has yeah. VAT on it. So... Yeah, but it's, it's, how can it be if it's bought, if it's banned over here? Well, no, porn, porn is... Well, it depends what stuff you're getting. Porn isn't banned over here. It is. Gosh, you're in for a big Hardcore shock. Hardcore porn is. You're, you're in for a really, um, busy weekend. Hardcore porn is. No, it's not. I thought it was. Well, how old are you, caller? Me? Mm. 43. Yeah. Same as you. You've, you've, you've wasted the last 30 years of your life looking at that, um, softcore nonsense. Trust me, buddy. Go and find a shop in the high street. <laughs> be bold me, enough me, to, I'll be see. bold enough to walk in and go to the back of the shop and you will find <laughs> no, stuff listen, that will blow Lee, your Lee, mind. I'm saying, Lee, all I'm saying is that they, why don't they have some channel on television? Government. That makes money out of it. Government manufactured <laughs> porn. Um, I don't know. I think that guy's got That'd some... Take the, take the edge off, wouldn't it? Take the shine off, uh, it. But if, if that guy thought that hardcore porn was illegal in this country, boy, oh boy, he's can, in for, uh... Can you imagine it? BBC. This is BBC X. Yeah, oh I gosh. can. I can imagine it. Some of the stuff I've seen in, this, in the corridors of the BBC. <laughs> um, this could well be... The one that we got... Line two, you've got 30 seconds. Good evening, Ian. It's Rupert Murdoch here. Uh-oh. Yeah, been listening to your shows this week. Been a stellar run of shows, Ian. I'm damn proud of you. Well, thank you, sir. I'm thinking time of life for a bit of a promotion for you. Let's get you networked. Wow, this would be awesome. Thank you, sir. There's a lot of money in it for you, Ian. Wow. Just one thing, though. Yes. One thing about the act. Yeah. I'm not really Rupert Murdoch. I'm a Tommy Hyde. Oh, God, yeah, has been. Line one, you're on the wireless. This is Paul from the email. Yes, Paul. How can I help? Yeah, you've been sending me rude emails, Paul. Yeah, I'm back on it. All right. I just want to say, I hate, I hate the idea of going to bed in an argument. I hate that idea. It's a rule of mine. Don't go to bed in an argument. Okay? Uh, <laughs> other, other Paul, other Paul, what would you like to say? Go to bed on an argument. I hate going to bed on an argument. Well, I want to make. Isn't I it just want to make peace. I don't want to make peace. Uh, what is wrong with peace? 
piece can't fry my eggs. Can <laughs> <laughs> it fry yours? Are they duck's eggs? Or are they quail's eggs? <laughs> Quail. Quail's eggs, yeah. Thank All you, right. guys. Talk Radio. Digital debate for the UK. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 